probably saw him on Last Chance U seasons three and four, I believe, on Netflix, where he led independence to a championship. They asked me to do a podcast, the Coach JB Show, uh, with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I ain't no math major, but I'm a hustler. I'm going to give it to you raw and uncut. That's Coach JB. Sarah Cheek, mother of four and an OnlyFans content creator. I want to give an unfiltered, be real, true evaluation of different things and, and really share, in my opinion, Fucking slap dicks. Fucking slap Down the brass tags, crashing the ass, was deep as trash. All in, all gas, no brakes. I love sports. That's just a part of who I am. She's got sports blood in her, so she's on the cover of FHM magazine. And the coach I'll never stop trying to reach the top because I still remember how the bottom feels. This is an anomaly, this guy right here. Yeah. This is a unicorn. Ain't nobody gonna say shit about JB. I've got a clip on my shoulder. I'm trying to eliminate this soft society we have. I'll drink my yak and smoke my stick. And I'll get it back Hello, everybody. It is Monday, Menace Monday, and we have Coach Zach Smith with us. I hope you guys are ready to talk football. We have tons of things to discuss. So without further ado, let me introduce you to your favorite person ever, Coach JB and Coach Zach Smith. What up, what up, what up? Zach's already in. We're going to do the show together. Fuck it, right from the jump. What up, what up? Uh, We're here on this Menace Monday. Zach Smith, lovely... uh, Self joins us, so we always appreciate it. Um, I, I see a, a lot of hate, uh, Sarah. <laughs> I see a lot of hate out there for Zach. I, I, I gotta use lovely, I gotta use terms that are you know keep us Eerie. uplifted. Oh. You know, me and Zach take a lot of heat on the internet. I've got some hate right now because I see what he's wearing. I got a little cold in, in, in my studio. It's a little cold in Ohio, colder than where oh. you guys live. So I just I grabbed a jacket I had in my in my closet. It's throwback. JB you can't be around, serious right now. Around hey. 2008, we got this jacket. We won the SEC and the national championship at the University of Florida when I was there. <laughs> hey, that was a cool. I like I that's. I like that F. I like that shit right there. Uh, you knock that shit off. Yeah, I like that shit. <laughs> I got. I like that shit, man. Um, yeah. Hey, what do I know? That's why I have a segment now. You know what I mean? Because all the dick riders and the haters out there, I had to create a segment, Zach. But what does JB know? I don't know shit. So everyone's like, damn, Coach, I give you credit. You said KU. I said, yeah, no shit. I, I know the guy. He's a good dude, and I know he, he's, he can fucking coach. I said, I think I know most of the shit. We pretty much are pretty much dead on about it. But, you know, what do I know? Uh, this show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Head on over to BetOnline. Use the promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, BELIEVE50. And we got two Monday Night Football games on the slate tonight. You got baseball. Major League Baseball headed in the playoffs. Uh, my Doyers, my Doyers, uh, that's the L.A. Dodgers for all you that non-Hispanic-speaking folks out here in L.A. speak the Doyers. That's how we pronounce the Dodgers. Uh, so make sure you head on over to betonline.ag. Use promo code BELIEVE50. Uh, Major League Baseball, NFL, college football, full go. Make sure you check it out. Bet online where the game starts. Uh, Sarah, I haven't got to talk to you. been swamped. Um, Yep. And I know Zach's busy. We got to get into him. Me and Sarah's going to talk more 
stuff later on. We're going to talk it, talk that talk, even though we're on Minutes Monday. I had to get Zach in here because it was such an action-packed, even though I thought college football weekend was pretty shitty overall as far as the games on the slate and games played. Uh, there are some interesting things. I also want to talk to Zach about what I kind of discussed on my wake-up show this morning. Um, if I were the NCAA commissioner, I came up with 20 things, Sarah, as I drove across the country in record time. Um, That's a lot of thinking. Yeah, I came up with 20 things. <laughs> I'm curious to hear Zach, what Zach has to say about it. Um, it's uh, interesting. I, I don't know, Zach, a lot of shit happened, man. I, I got to, who the fuck films you guys? Like, that, that's the thing I want to know. Well, you guys, we're both in the same boat now. I guess who films coaches now? Um, the Notre Dame yeah, guy goes viral. He's cussing out the QB on the on the headset. Shit that's just normal shit. Me and you are probably just like, me and you are probably just still eating our popcorn, watching it like nothing. We didn't even realize that that's what's going on. I mean, I think, you know, the, the whole perception that like he was being ridiculous and you shouldn't do that is what is is where you and I are like, shut the fuck up. Like that, that shit happens all the time. But I will say... That motherfucker right there is screaming at his quarterback because of his own incompetence. I'm the same I mean, he has way. He the 104th best offense in the country at Notre Dame. He's screaming at his backup quarterback, who actually didn't play that bad. I mean, he, he only asked him to throw the ball further than 10 yards three times, and the kid completed two of them. Like, what, what do you want this kid to do? This offense is so disgusting, and I could go on forever. Like Marcus Freeman is getting a blemish on his his tenure right now because when they hired him, they said one condition: Tommy Reese has to stay as the offensive coordinator. You can't fucking do that. You can't do that to a head coach. Like, hey, you got to keep my kid though. You know what I mean? It's like, no, no, no. no. If I'm the head coach, I want to pick who who runs everything. Full autonomy. Full autonomy. Yeah. You have to have it. Like, can you imagine, JB, if you got hired at any job? And they said, all right, you, we're excited about you. Like, we believe in you and every decision you're going to make, except I want this guy to call the plays on offense. You'd be like, go fuck yourself. I'm not taking that job. Dog, it's so bad. I, I'm just tripping, though, on the professional courtesy of the pro, or the protocol and the profession where the dude is filming the press box. Like, the coach is right there, and if they're filming that shit, and he's got a couple other film angles I saw that just regular randoms are filming it, that gets leaked, it gets out there. And I'm just like, in the comments, though, I retweeted it. Like, who the fuck's filming this shit? That's like the kid when they get beat up and the motherfuckers are just filming it now mm-hmm. for Twitter. They don't want to help. Yeah. They don't want to help. They just want to help. They just film it. No. Um, no. I, the comments, Zach, are fucking unbelievable. They're telling me the kid did not sign up to get yelled at. That's a comment. I saw that comment in the fucking comment section over and over and over. These kids don't sign up to get saying? yelled at. Huh? Is that what they're saying on this? Like it couldn't have been a possible publicity stunt? No, they're just, they're, they're, the cancel culture's mad that the coach is cussing out the player on, and it was filmed. <clears throat> I mean, it, it is, so you know how it is. That, that's, that's the world we live in, soft-ass world. Like, oh. kids can't get yelled at, can't, you can't do anything nowadays. Dog, I thought I, I almost lost my shit. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Um, I wanted to show you this. I, I had it shared. Uh, I got a couple inside sources on this deal. And apparently this video that you may have seen or may not have seen, I don't know. I have a few different ones. Uh, <clears throat> this is apparently how they were telling him to come into the office. Herm Edwards, I'm speaking about. Coming yeah. into the office, and we're gonna, we're gonna, we want to talk to you. And Herm basically was like, 
You could have called me or texted me. Now you're doing it out here in front of the coaches, kids, and family. And second of all, I don't need to come see you. Fuck off. I'll leave. And that is kind of what this is right here. Uh, I want to just share this with you guys real fast. Um, I don't know if I can change this. There we go. (laughs) Um, Let's take a peep at this. He walks over, apparently, and... He's like, kind of like telling him, and then Herm right there tried to put his arm away. You saw that? He kind of was like, nah, yeah. fuck it. I'll leave. And apparently, it was a very bad situation. You see the white dude's probably calling the shots. He's like, all right, let's, okay, I'll accept it, or whatever the fuck happened. That is a, I don't know, man. That's a, you know, shit, Zach. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's protocol. You can at least grab him in in, in the back by the locker room, right? I've I've heard of like Lane, Lane Kiffin famously got fired on the tarmac, right? All the people get people got fired in some fucked up places. I watched our offensive coordinator, Ohio State, get fired on the airplane back from the Fiesta Bowl, and and it was it's so bad that Urban called me over to talk to him, and he was like, "Hey, so what do you think about?" Kevin Wilson and Ryan Day uh, to be the new coordinators. And we were standing in the aisle on a plane like six feet away from the guy he just fired and his whole family. I'm like, holy shit, this is fucking ruthless. But I've never seen that. They caught him in the end zone. He didn't even get <laughs> off the grass yet, and they caught his ass. Um, John Brewer, appreciate you. He's a he's a Patreon member of Zach. So I, uh, he said he watched your Miami breakdown. Um, yeah, he didn't even get out of the end zone, man. That's just crazy. Um let me get back to this real quick. This is the video we're all discussing. Um, Notre Dame, do your job. He looks incompetent. He looks like a fucking idiot. JB, if you haven't watched what Notre Dame does on offense, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? I really, mean, I haven't seen bad. him. I haven't seen him. It's, and, and it's not like, you know, we can tout this as like a new regime because Marcus Freeman took over, but this motherfucker has been the offensive coordinator. Like, he has been in charge of the recruiting, the personnel. Like, he has been the CEO of this offense that they're rolling out on the field that's awful. Right. There was lots of false starts, lots of penalties. <laughs> I haven't got to watch football. I was driving all weekend, so I I, I went to a, uh, a a Twin Peaks in Oklahoma City. I love Twin Peaks. It was the worst Twin Peaks I've ever been in. Um, by the way, <laughs> Oklahoma City, your Twin Peaks is god awful. And uh, I was watching Miami A and M. It was one of the worst football games I've seen in a long time. I'm just like, holy fuck! And well, that that that's what he was just talking about because I, I just put it out today. I got the all 22 film of the, that 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 game. And this guy Josh Gaddis, the OC at Miami. I don't know if you followed him, but nah. he was at he when I got offered the Alabama job, I turned it down, and then they hired him to be the receiver coach, right? So I know what his job was because they offered it to me, right? And it was going to be as Nick Saban told me. Some bullshit title like pass game coordinator, but none of that matters. That's just to get you more money. Yep. You're going to be coaching the wideouts, right? That was what it was. So they hired Josh Gaddis from Penn State. It didn't go well. Mike Loxley gets the Maryland job. Nick Saban's not going to promote him. So he goes to Michigan as the offensive coordinator. And immediately in the media, he's talking about how he called the offense at Alabama in the national championship. And I'm sitting here like, no, you didn't. Mike Loxley did. We all know Mike Loxley did. And so then his offense is awful at Michigan. Jim Harbaugh ends up taking it over last year, and they looked really good. So he gets pissed because when Jim Harbaugh was going to leave for the NFL, he wasn't going to become the head coach. So he leaves and goes to Miami. Then he's arguing with Michigan fans that Harbaugh didn't take it over. And so I broke, I, I pulled 
the four trips to the red zone that they had against AM and broke down every play. And this motherfucker, it's embarrassing because not only is the scheme a lot of times you're like, what is he trying to do? But what's worse than that is it's a, his own position fucking it up. The wideouts can't block. They're running shitty routes. Like it's just it's atrocious. I gotta watch. Some, I gotta. I gotta watch some film, man, on these guys because I. I just you know it's all fucking who you know. It ain't shit about what you know. These cats are fucking horrible, man. I'm watching some bad football that I, I'm watching shit I haven't seen in years. Uh, I'm out. I'm out. Roy Williams took two of my dogs, man, on, on, on a rehoming deal. I drive out there. I see Roy. Hang out with Roy for the day. We're watching Oklahoma. His alma mater versus Nebraska. Nebraska looks probably as bad as I've ever seen it. They fire their DC. Uh, I saw you post something too. Um, how bad is this Nebraska roster coming from you, who's coached at that level in that conference? I, I've been telling these people on these podcasts they are a fucking put to, very poorly put together roster. I don't care, coach. They have four stars in it. I said I don't give a fuck. Stars get coaches fired. I said yeah. I just want you to understand. The pieces to the puzzle have to fit. You can't just throw in a bunch of fucking puzzles and expect them to fit into the one that's in your box. Um, no, you, you how bad is this roster? Because they, 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 to me, Northwestern look better up, up front. They look better from top to bottom. They've been routed by Duke, and now Southern Illinois beat Northwestern. How bad is this Nebraska roster? And uh, I mean... It- you know how it is. You, you could take that roster and with a competent staff in a full season, that roster is probably eight and four, right? Now they're going to be far worse than that. So it's not a good enough roster to win the Big Ten, but it's certainly good enough to, you know, at least have a game with Oklahoma and certainly beat Northwestern and Georgia Southern. Like they, it's the coaching has been atrocious. And I don't know what Scott, from what I've heard, Scott Frost is a raging asshole. I don't know him that well. I've met him a couple times and he always seemed to have an ego, but whatever. He was Scott Frost is a pretty big name. I get it. Um, but it, it's just, I, I'm shocked the defensive coordinator didn't get fired before Scott Frost got fired because that defense is the worst thing I've seen in the big 10 in a long time. I bet you this guy that hired is a, probably his boy too. Probably had to forcefully fire the guy. You know how that gets. It's like oh, a yeah. tough deal. I give kudos to the guy that's interim, though, because he's not going to be there very long. I mean, Nebraska ain't hiring no brother. So let's just be honest. They're not hiring right, a brother. Hiring SC you. ain't hiring a brother. They're not fucking – they're not doing it. You could wish in one hand and shit in the other one. Go ahead and think that they're going to hire a brother in Lincoln. I, I, shit, I would love to see it. I don't see it. Um, Sarah, jump in whenever you want. I just – I got all these <laughs> things I want to ask Zach because uh, the co- I'm, I'm, I'm in on record talking shit about this college equity thing. And, uh, I, you know, I got these games, okay? I want to break these games down real fast. I, I don't want to break them down. I'm going to ask you these games. Um, UCLA beat South Alabama by one. Is that, in your opinion, should South Alabama – Ever be in a ball game with a no. UCLA Power Five team? Any anywhere, like anywhere? No, I don't I, think they should absolutely ever. Absolutely not. No chance. Okay, here's the other one. Uh, it's unbelievable. Arizona State, obviously, Herm Edwards' demise, and I heard it's an absolute shit show up there. Anyway, uh, they lose to fucking Eastern Michigan, and not like Eastern Michigan like pulled away on them. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Uh, you know, it's one of those things that people get. Act surprised, right? That that things start falling apart at the seams. But Arizona State had a kid named Chip Trainum. He was their starting running back last year, like good, a really good player in the Pac-12. He transferred to Ohio State to be a backup linebacker. 
That's how bad Herm Edwards' culture was. I mean, he he lost his best receiver. They all started getting out of there. So if you couldn't see this coming, I don't know. You just you just weren't paying attention, I guess. Wake Forest Liberty. Now, <laughs> this is the thing I have. Liberty, Hugh Freeze has done some things there. They, I yeah. get it and all that. But you shouldn't be <laughs> a, a, a yard away from winning a football game against Wake Forest. You lose by one point. Now, here's one. I love the the dick writers too, especially Sarah's fucking lovely SEC crowd. That uh, when I when I post up, <laughs> how's the SEC doing in Arkansas when you're down seventeen nothing to an FCS powerhouse fucking Missouri State, who's not even winning in the SEC? Passionate FCS. game though. Bobby Petrino comes back. It's a passionate game. Oh fuck! The players don't. Ma- it doesn't matter. Bobby Petrino's <laughs> not playing. He's eighty years I, I old. I got you, but I mean, if you look at the stats on KJ Jefferson. That doesn't lie either, and we're not talking about him. Nobody's talking about KJ Jefferson. And Ar- they should be. Arkansas should not be in a dogfight against Missouri no. State. No, they shouldn't. Ever, ever, ever. Sarah, you should be able to play quarterback in Arkansas, and you should be able to beat them by 50 points. I'm just telling you. Southern Illinois beats Northwestern. Never should happen. Tulane. No. I love Willie Fritz, great friend of mine. Tulane should not beat K-State. Not, not, they shouldn't. I'm just telling you, not right now. Just so you know, two lanes as hard as it is to get into Stanford, Cal, and Northwestern. Um, but or, let's talk about that too. K State puts a whooping on Mizzou. So, how bad is Mizzou? Well, you just saw it. Missouri State's better than Missouri. Right. I, right. Bad. <laughs> exactly. Really bad. But, Zach, this is where I'm scared. And I'm scared. Sarah, because I said, how is Texas going to look after they beat Alabama, or could have beat Alabama, and is Alabama really that guy, or is the college football landscape, what JB, uh, biggest fear, totally watered down? They struggle with UTSA for fucking three and a half quarters. They pull away in the fourth. Um, South Florida should have beat Florida, another SEC school. Oh, that's terrible. LSU. That terrible. I was asked if LSU's better than we think. And I said, no, Mississippi State's <laughs> fucking atrocious, and so is the bottom half of the SEC. I said, LSU's horrible. And I said, that's how these, these, these Homer fans, though, really are. They just, they're just so passionate about their fan base. I, I appreciate it. I love it. But they also have no fucking sense of reality or, or, or realistic uh, approach to this thing. No. KU beats I mean, Houston. KU beat Houston. I called it. I, I said they're going to win seven. Shit, they might fuck around and win eight. Um, I don't know, I don't Zach. Know what do you think? Is, is football watered down, or do you like it that it's this equal across the board, and we're going to have 12 fucking playoff games, uh, teams, and I think eight of them are going to be fucking atrocious. But that's just me. Yeah, I mean – it definitely is watered down. I think what, what you're seeing also is because of the transfer portal, you're seeing a lot of teams that that re-up their talent at these at these lower tiers because they got some kid from Alabama that was the fifth best receiver, and this fucking kid can actually play, and all of a sudden he shows up. Ohio State ran into it. I can't remember where the kid came from, but Arkansas State rolls into town with Butch Jones, you know, decent – small school i mean shouldn't be ever give ohio state a game but they had this fucking receiver that transferred from somewhere in the pac-12 he got targeted 10 times 10 catches just went off who toledo like, who the fuck is this kid at arkansas toledo? state oh arkansas yeah. state yeah yeah arkansas state and, and then you look you know so immediately i'm like who is this kid i google him and he's like transferred from whatever pac-12 school he's probably a really good player that just wanted to be he was probably the third best player there he wanted to be the feature guy 
he goes to Arkansas State and he's actually a really good player. And then this kid from Toledo, holy shit, you you probably don't know about him. You probably didn't watch the game. This quarterback at Toledo, he ain't gonna be at Toledo next year. This son bitch looked like, I mean, he looked like like Michael Vick really? against Ohio State. Oh my god. So dynamic with the ball in his hands. He could throw it a little bit. He didn't look like Michael Vick. He looked more like Lamar Jackson, like just elite playmaker that can kind of throw, you know, not not a real thrower. But that kid's, I, I promise you, there's going to be, he'll be the one of the top recruits in the portal. So, like, we've created, like, such a fucking, such a weird deal where now you're like, Ohio State's sitting there watching this kid Duh. make our defense look Did stupid. you hear what you just said? That is where we are. So now right. we have to recruit the fucking portal. So like, think about it, JB. <sighs> Ryan Day has CJ Stroud, right? Going to be a top three pick. He's going to leave after this year. Everyone knows it. They're unsure what they have behind him and the two young five stars. But he just watched the kid from Toledo torch his defense. I promise you, he's making a phone call at the end of the year. Like, does that kid want to come play for Ohio State? Like, <sighs> let's go, dude. I this shit is fucking unbelievable. I don't know. I don't get it. Um. I don't get it, dog. I don't know, man. It's 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 fucking the portals killing me with this whole portal thing. Um, I don't know. I don't think college football is equal. I think the fan bases like it because their teams have a shot every week. Uh, Appalachian mm-hmm. State can go beat a And M. You know, fucking Southern Illinois has a chance to beat a Power Five school like they did. UCLA struggles with fucking South Alabama. I mean, at least give me Troy or something. At least Troy's had some NFL talent, like. South Alabama, fuck me. We're beating them by one point. Um, <laughs> USC, all right. Let's go real fast to the West Coast. USC's being anointed as a playoff team already. Uh, I'm like, please pump your fucking brakes. They beat Rice, right. a horrible Stanford team, and fucking Fresno State. And by the way, Fresno State's front absolutely dominated USC's O-line. They, SC could not block Fresno State's D-line. And... Um, that is just, uh, as you know, Zach, that is going to get fucking mollywopped by a team like Ohio State, Michigan probably, even a Penn State maybe this year, yeah. Georgia, Alabama, even Texas. They will kill SC up front if that's going to be the recipe here uh, for SC to just play fast, go up tempo, and score a bunch of points. Their offense looks good. I mean, Lincoln's known for having good offense. It's fine. Yeah. But they ain't going to win you no fucking natty. So, no, they I don't know. I, I think I, I'm not sold on SC thing, yet. I want to see him play somebody, but I don't yeah, know if you've got to see thing, any West Coast teams. Um, Oregon I'm bounces you, back team, against a the BYU team. I'm team. excited to see the team. I'm excited to see for, for USC to play is Washington because they just beat the brakes off of Michigan State. That the guy from Fresno State that that went to Washington. It looks like he's building something. That offense was fun to watch. So I, I'm excited to see USC play Washington. I think that might be a team that can at least give you an indication on where Lincoln Riley is. But I will say that. This is the best defense that Lincoln Riley's ever had. His defenses were fucking terrible in Oklahoma every year. Like USC's defenses, at least, and I know their schedule. I know who they played, but they're tackling well. Like they're doing things that Oklahoma's defense never did for him. So he's I got agree. a shot. I agree. I agree. Um, I got to break this down. I'm not going to give it all 20, but I wanted to break. I wanted to run some things by you. First of all, before Washington beats shit out of Michigan State, I wanted to talk about these bags these coaches are getting. I, I am on record. I was just on Jason Whitlock's show. I'm on record saying there's only three coaches deserving of this bag, so, so-called so proverbial bag. And Mel Tucker's not one of them. 
Yeah. I, I don't know what Mel Tucker's done anywhere. He gets his big money to leave Colorado. Wonder why Colorado can't keep a coach. They're probably, they might, Matt McChesney thinks Colorado's the worst team in fucking college football. He, he's like, dude, I feel so bad about my fucking alma mater. He's like, it's unbelievable. He's breaking down their film every day on Twitter and just blasting the fuck out of his old alma mater. But they look fucking horrible. But, uh, he goes to Michigan State, has a good year last year. Now, this is the year, though, as you know, Zach, you earn your money, right? Because now it's year mm-hmm. two of that. Is this a consistent thing, or is it a one-time, he got some portal kids, he won, and now you're shitty again? And Alabama always is there. We'll see if Georgia can sustain it, but he at least won an Addy, so he deserves the money. Uh, Dabo's won two, so you can't say he doesn't deserve the money, even though we, we kind of know it's a little fraudulent. This is the thing. Who else has? Jimbo won on a roster that wasn't even his, really, and then he was shitty afterwards at Florida State, and he's been absolutely atrocious, worse than Kevin Sumlin at A&M. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. who's worth the bag? James Franklin hasn't won shit yet. Um, mm. You know, Lincoln Riley hasn't won shit yet. I mean, we're just, I just go on and on and on. They've been in the playoffs, get blown the fuck out in all these BCS games, and it's the same two or three coaches every year. Urban Meyer's not coaching. He was the third coach of my in my in my deal. Yeah. So, who who really deserves it, if anyone? Um, are we giving these guys too much money, just like we're paying these quarterbacks in the NFL too much money to underperform? Well, it's like, it's, it's it's a lot like I had a conversation with our, my advertising rep on my show. It's like. Just when you do podcasts, JB, you know, like certain number of downloads, you can charge this much money. And I and I kind of went off on him. I was like, just because some fucking Google article said that doesn't mean that's real. Like the market sets the price, right? So if right. my show's not full of ads, I don't care if I can make $1,500 an ad. I, I don't have those ads. The market says that's not true. Well, that's where college coaching is. Because if you think that Mel Tucker might be a great coach, you're going to have to throw a bag at him because LSU is going to come get him. And then you lose your coach. And what if he is a Nick Saban? Now you lost him. So they're they're paying these coaches for the what ifs. Like, what if Ryan Day is building the next Alabama? Well, Ohio State's going to make damn sure that he makes a ton of money so he stays in Columbus until they can find out that he's not. Because you, if you're Notre Dame right now, how badly are they kicking themselves that they let Brian Kelly walk out the door and go to LSU? I mean, they, they thought they they ended up with the better end of the deal until now they're sitting at one and three in the first four games and they're sit, looking at the team play like, wow, this team sucks. Like, what the fuck did we do, right? So the market is dictating the price. I agree they're getting too much money, but if you don't pay them the money, someone's going to pay them, and then they're leaving, and now you lost your coach. Man. Just say, yeah. Same thing you just said about Colorado. Colorado's not paying the money, so they can't keep a coach. Well, Colorado, I mean – I am a little bit nervous. Josh Heupel got a raise. If you saw, if you guys saw that, it does make me a little bit nervous because I feel like you know, yes, he has proved himself to be a coach that does the job, but we're still early in yeah. the Josh Heupel era, but, and we're throwing money out there. And you, but you knew Tennessee was going to do that because after they fired um, F- Phil. It's been a debacle after debacle. I mean, just awful hire, awful hire, awful hire. And they yeah. finally got, got a guy. They're like, holy shit, this guy's not awful. They were so excited. Like, and he might be really good, but he might just be not awful. And they were so excited about it. They had to secure it. Yeah. Had to make we sure had to clean room. house, though, too. Yeah. It's just it's early in all facets, in my opinion. How 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 shitty is Auburn? How shitty is uh, Missouri, Auburn, Vanderbilt, um, 
They're as bad as any other conference team. I mean, but look at Auburn, right? It'd be like, what Auburn did would be the equivalent of Miami going out and hiring Princeton's head coach. Like, what the fuck would an Ivy League coach do in South Beach, right? They went and got Brian Harson from Boise, Idaho. He was a Boise State lifer. The Broncos in Boise, Idaho. Why in the hell they thought he could come in the SEC West and even have a clue what was going on, let alone compete in the same state as Nick Saban? That was probably the dumbest hire I've seen in my lifetime. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be, right? <laughs> it's, like, it's like... I mean, it's like hiring a gay dude to pick the strippers at the strip club. Like, oh, oh, hey, they hey, might pick the right that ones. That might though. work, though. Yeah, that they could might work. Right I've heard that. Mike, I've heard that right. gay that dudes always bad got bad bitches around them. <laughs> hey, gay dudes always keep bad analogy. bitches around them. Hey, let me ask you this. Uh, Harson, by the way, I can't stand the motherfucker. I wouldn't let him in my office. Uh, he, yeah. And my boys is OC, man. My boys is OC, and he looks fucking atrocious. It looks bad. I was like, holy fuck, you guys look bad. Um, yeah, he needs some to figure out some stuff over there at Auburn for sure. But is South Carolina he's worse than the all bag of them? with the recruiting girl? Yeah, but is South Carolina worse than both of those schools? That's how bad that fucking place looks. Spencer Rattler looks like a deer with his head cut off. He's running around like fucking deer in headlights. The head guy, he fucking. So I'm gonna ask Sarah about this later on. But have you seen the video about the females in the end zone? Um, and they're already down 14 nothing to start the fucking second quarter. So those females are a Title IX deal. They were out there to celebrate 50 years of Title IX. And apparently, who's the head guy in South Carolina? Fucking uh, what? Shane Beamer. Shane Beamer. Oh, fuck. He's literally motherfucking the girls to get out of the end zone. And, and, and he was all week prepping the bullshit marketing you know, PR stunt. Oh, we want the women to come out and celebrate. And he's fucking caught on camera just motherfucking them. I'm like, dog, that motherfucker looks like an absolute joke. That guy right there. He wants there. to be on the team so badly. It's He's not coaching. I mean, we saw it on he's, the offseason, too. Uh, he's, he was, he's, he's garbage. He's an embarrassment to his daddy. Yeah, he really is. And he... How There's some about him that's that just I, I've never liked him, and and he's a, he's a nice guy. I've met him, but I just I look at him and he looks like he smells like an 88 year old man. Like that's he's what he looks fucking like. Fucking weird. Like he, he just I, how the does fuck does that look? I gotta know to how does that look. <laughs> you just look at him. He looks like an 88 year old man that is actually 40. I, I don't I don't know how to explain it. He just he just looks like he smells like old people. Have you watched <laughs> any of his uh, post game? Oh, yeah. I, I I have seen a couple clips um, of his post game, but I, I thought you were going to bring up his recruiting videos, which are oh my god! Oh, atrocious. the TikToking videos. TikToking. Oh, who who does? You talk about wanting to be on the team. Who? Yes. This, yes. He wants to be young and who are we and talking about? TikTok. Shane, Shane Beamer. Oh, nah. It's it's absolutely it's, it's, insane. It's worse. It's honestly worse than Brian Kelly's video, like dick grinding with the recruit. It's yes. worse. It is. It's really? so cringeworthy. Oh, I got to watch it. I got to watch it. Oh, it's terrible, JB. You got to see it. I got to watch that shit. Um, I got to watch it, dog. That's fucking I crazy. mean, but I called it in the very beginning. When your boy, Charles Arbuckle, was on here, I was talking about how overrated Spencer Rattler was, and everybody laughed at me, and everybody giggled, because what does a blonde uh, bimbo know about sports, right? So I sat there, and I said, listen, South Carolina is garbage. Spencer Rattler isn't who you think he is. Shane Beamer is not the coach that you think he's going to be either. And now we have the stats. Now we have the – it doesn't lie. I mean, he's fist pumping at one touchdown. 
Let me ask you something. Is this the guy that put the mayonnaise on him? Mayonnaise down his ass crack. Yes. Oh, fuck. Like, that's all you need to know. No real dude, real football coach, is letting anyone pour mayonnaise on him. I don't give a fuck what we won. I don't care what we did. The answer is no. You're not pouring mayonnaise on me. Um, fuck, dude. There's so much shit I, I want to ask you, but let me ask you this. Uh, I got it. There's two NFL games tonight. Monday Night Football does this bullshit. I am not a fucking f- proponent. I I don't like it. You you like the two Monday? Night? I know it's more football, but it's an hour apart. You can't really. It feels like you're fitting. No. You're, you're trying to stick a fucking uh, square peg into a round hole. It defeats the purpose entirely. It's supposed to be like a bowl game. Like this is this yeah. game is yeah. the show. Like yeah. these are the two teams that the whole country is going to watch. Yeah. Um, just, and now we're just taking it off. Now you got one fucking team you got to watch for an hour, and then the next team comes on. What if one of those teams is your team? You're not going to even watch the other one. I don't know what the fucking ploy is. I know it's all about money. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm not a proponent, but. I do like Tennessee to cover Buffalo tonight. I think they're going to show up because Rabel plays Buffalo well. Um, so I think they're. I don't know if they're going to win. I think they'll cover. Uh, the Vikings hurts. I want to see Jalen Hurts continue to. Uh, everyone thinks he's the next best thing. I think the Vikings stymie him, and I think Cousins rips uh, them apart. I think they beat uh, Eagles. But I got. I'm an NCAA commissioner today for the day, Zach. Here's my. Here is my. Rules that I'm going to put into effect immediately starting today. All right. Mm-hmm. So Sarah and Zach, you're my audience. You guys, you it's already done. I've already put it in. Here it goes. <clears throat> JB, if I was commissioner, I talked about my guys this morning. Everyone heard it. They're in here this morning. But I want you to hear it. One-time transfer rule. I just implemented a one-time transfer rule. Number two, refs must train with equipment on during the summer to understand <laughs> How it is for a targeting call to be fucking executed. Uh, Number three, no non-malicious ejections. So you go on the fucking thing. If it's not malicious, you don't eject him. He goes back in the game. If it's malicious, you can eject him. But this fucking non-malicious ejections for targeting is unbelievable. Take away the 20-hour rule. A lot of people don't understand the 20-hour rule in 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 this chat. But colleges have 20 hours with their kids per week. And I believe it is... With the transfer portal as a high rate as it is, Dak, we have horrible, the worst tackling we've ever seen. We have more injuries than we've ever seen. And you, can't, you cannot get acclimated to a new philosophy, to a new ideology, to a new fucking staff, and it, rotating every fucking spring. Like, but how do you get this team? JB, here's get the your thing. Kids? Nobody follows that. I, I know. Nobody I know. adheres I, to the fucking 20-hour rule. I get it. Yep. So, right. like, why have it? Nah. And it's like, you, you go all this gymnastics, like yeah. the good programs, like the staffs I was on, we monitor every bit of their academics. Like, there's there's right. no way. The only thing they're going to miss out on is fucking Fortnite and 2K and shit like that. Like, they're, they're not going to miss out on school and have not have enough time for homework. We're monitoring that shit. So and, nobody and, follows it. Get rid of it. No doubt. Um, any kid who commits domestic violence proven, is proven to do it, is, is collegiate career is done. Because we're getting them to go to the NFL, and they're fucking hitting girls in the NFL, too. And it's like, all right, motherfucker, why don't we give them a consequence in college level? Number six, must pay back NIL if you transfer. Seven, can't take more than five portal kids a year, and no more than seven in two as the head coach of the, of the, of the institution. Number eight, 
Kids must pass a tackling test before the game. Number nine, coaches must pass a tackling test before they can coach. Uh, number oh 10. Oh, my God, JB. No, number 10, no head coaching campus visit limits. No head coaching campus visit limits. Why? Is that fucking stupid? Uh, number 11, no, head coaches can text or tweet kids unlimited just as an assistant can. That was the Pete Carroll rule back in the day. Then they went to Nick Saban. Can't text the kids. It's stupid. They're doing it anyway. Fucking dumb. No dead period. Take it out. Why we got dead period? It's fucking, they're still talking. You're still chilling with the motherfuckers. They just don't see it. Uh, number 13, if coach leaves prior to the season, after signing period, he must pay back his salary and lose his five transfer portal kid limit at the new school he goes to. Um <laughs> That's number, vicious. Number 14, if a kid decommits from school A and commits to school B, he must sit out his freshman year. <laughs> hey, dog, put a consequence to these motherfuckers so they can fucking understand. Commitment means yeah. something. Um, Absolutely. Number 15, parents of recruits must pass a school recruiting test that has to do with all aspects of the recruiting process. Number 16, Jeez. kids who start with team must play all games for the team, including a bowl game and... Or will not be able to attend an NFL combine if invited. 17. Must play three seasons on the field regardless of age or shirt status. So if you red shirt, gray shirt, regardless, you have to play three seasons, not just two and another red shirt. You have to actually play three football seasons. Number 18. Kids must have a 2.4 to attend spring game for their team. And if they receive NIL money, they lose 25% of the deal, which is donated to Concussion CTE Research Fund that has been created. Number 19, take out the two signing periods. Get back to one in February. Number 20, five visits, uh, take it to 10. 10 full visits. Make the, let, the, let these fucking kids really come out and say, okay. Because they're taking five right now, and they're choosing to go to a school they didn't even fucking visit. <laughs> so, like... I don't know. Those are my rules. If I was the fucking, uh, if I was the fucking commissioner, um, there's some, there's some far fetched ones in there. I was, I, some of them are kind of fucked around, but the other ones are real. I, I'm like serious. I'd put them motherfuckers in. I bet you'd have You're a different really ball game. strict. <laughs> here's here's the other thing that I think, and I, and I know nil can kind of handle this a little bit, but and they got it done. Urban got it done the the first year of the CFP, but. What's completely unfair is you recruit a kid from Miami, Florida, right? Family doesn't have a lot of money. Like, he's going to go to Ohio State. Okay, that's that's an investment. You're not going to see him play that often. I get it. Then they go to what used to be a bowl game, and, the, and these families that save up money for 12 months to go to this bowl game. Well, now they added in another bowl game, and these families are looking at you like, it cost me five grand to go to this one. I don't have another five grand to go to the next one. Like, what are we doing? And you guys are making all this money off my kid. Like, And so Urban got it, it cleared that we could – we could give opportunity money to each kid's family so they could travel to the game, but that should just be standard practice. Just charter another plane, put the players' families on there just to the bowl game. I mean, I'm not saying away games, but the bowl game. Like, this is the yeah, a lot of those kids' final game playing, whatever. If it's a national championship, shit, everybody wants their mom there. And we're, mm-hmm. and I say that because I've been a part of it. We went to what? Big Ten championships, playoffs, and a national championship all in one year. All of our families went. All the like the ticket guys, fucking wife and kids, got paid to go. And you're like, why the fuck is John the ticket guy bringing his wife and kids, but Cardale Jones can't? Right. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, that's some bullshit. John the ticket guy just fucking sells tickets in the office, and he sells like, tickets at Cardale Jones. They're coming to see Cardale yeah. Jones play, though. 
Yeah, he ain't even selling them. He's Cardale's selling them. He's just the guy that takes a phone call. <laughs> he fucking prints them. Man, it's, just, um, uh, it's fucking unbelievable. I, I don't know, man. We got it, it's bad. I, I just think there's something has to give. And I and I'm being if they don't do it soon, Zach, they're gonna get rid of the NCAA. You know they're about to break loose of that shit. You already know that's in the mix. They need to because the NCAA is never gonna do anything like you just said, <laughs> ever. And people in the chat, uh, no. Herm Edwards is not going to fucking Nebraska, bro. God damn. It's not going to happen. Um, real quick, Zach, get you out of here. What hot seat coaches right now? Um, you got five college hot seat get- coaches after week three. Uh, Herm Edwards was on our original list. It was kind of ironic that he he's let go. Scott Frost is already gone. Neil Brown would be number one, in my opinion, at West Virginia, I guess. Um I'm pretty sure he's uh, number one hot seat right now, and everyone's trying to get him out of there. Who who uh, who else is in this mix? Well, right we now? we talked about one. I think Brian Harson at Auburn's number one yes. on the list. He's got to be number one, and Chip Kelly's got to be number two at UCLA. I mean, how about how about are, how about Carl Durrell at Colorado? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, but I know we can we can say this shit every two three years. The problem's not Carl Durrell, and it might be Carl Durrell. That might be the problem, right. but the problem's Colorado, right? So right. we can fire him, bring right. some other slap dick in there, and he's right. gonna get fired in three years. Like, right. so yeah, he he'll he's on it. He'll probably get fired, but he the problem is Colorado, not the coach. Is is Fitzgerald on the hot seat? No, never. No, I, I don't think gonna, so. Either. They're building a statue. I, I don't think so either. Um, I don't think so either. Um. I'll tell you the one that might be, and and I feel like he's on the hot seat, and then all of a sudden he's up for you know getting a raise every year. Is Kirk Ferentz? Like, how bad Iowa is this year, and they are so awful on offense, and it's because his son is the offensive coordinator, and he won't fire him. Have Have you seen the cameos to to his son, JB? No. So Iowa fans started having people cameo. Like the men's basketball coach at Iowa was one of them sending a cameo who they think is just to some random person. Like, Hey, Brian, I heard you're having a hard time, but you're, <laughs> yes. you know, wanted to let you know your dad's supporting you and still loves you. Shut and the like, fuck up. Well, yes. I, do. I do those cameos. You're like, I do those. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's why you got it. Just look up Brian Ferenc cameo on Twitter. It's the funniest shit you've ever seen. Well, that tells you the world we're in, dude. Uh, Nino, Nino was my kicker at Indy. He's in the chat right now. He played at Boise first. He was at Boise, and he was with uh, he was with Harson, and 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 I think Nino was at uh, Indy when I when I booted Harson out of my office. I can't stand him, motherfucker. I know he's a fraud. Nino, you already know. I know real recognizes real homeboy. I I got rid of that motherfucker. He's a bitch. Um, I gotta watch these cameos, doc, because I'll repost them motherfuckers. That shit. They're is funny. That Go shit on Twitter is comical. It's fucking hilarious. That's the soft ass world we're in, dog. We're in this soft ass fucking world. I'm like, God damn. Um, I think that Shane Beamer should be on the hot seat too. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, that's my next guy. He's got to be right. It's early. Well, but I, I really do think he needs to be on the hot seat if they want to be in the talk of being a competitive team. Yeah, but you, see, you're lo- you're looking at this, Sarah, like. You don't think he's a good coach, which I agree. Like, I, it's not going to work out well. It's not going to go well. But he hasn't done anything to get fired yet. I mean, he had a he had a better year last year than I would right. have ever expected. He's going to have an abysmal year this year. You'll probably talk about him next year as being on the hot seat. Is this year too early to fire him? Huh? This is year and two. Then, yeah. I yeah. also think Eli needs to be on the hot seat as well. Durkowitz or who is it? Eli Durkowitz or whatever his name is. Yeah. At uh, 
Drunkwitz. Missouri? Drunkwitz. At Missouri? <laughs> yeah, Mizzou? at Missouri. Mizzou. You, you got to say Missouri. And you got to say Louisville. Louisville. Misery. Louisville. Mizzou I don't even know how to say that who? shit. I don't even know how to say that shit. Like, fuck. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, who you guys? Is there any big college games this week? Get your get your take on any big game before I get you out of here. Who's who's play? Who's all no, take? I, I don't think anyone really plays this weekend. So what the fuck? Every weekend's a shitty ass fucking weekend. I mean, Sarah's going to some game that that she Holy thinks is important. Shit, I guess. Guys. Oh, you guys. Oh, who's Tennessee got? Florida. Florida, yeah. Yeah, the biggest game. <laughs> Zach wears like, the Florida fucking century. shirt. That's just classic, dog. <laughs> and by the way, I saw I called Zach earlier, Sarah, and we were going through his. Uh, his uh his laundry room and he has all kind of shit. He did not need to wear that shirt. <laughs> I know, right? I had to. I had to do it. That's a good touch. <laughs> That's a good touch. Uh oh, Florida, Tennessee. Okay, but is that even a big game? Because Florida's fucking atrocious. Holy shit! Yes, I mean, it is a big game for Tennessee. But I don't right, think it, it's the same lore as it once was. It's not the it's not the team Martin versus fucking. Uh, it's it, Here, here's why it's a big game, right, JB? Because if you if you really are into college football and in, the, in the, the landscape, like the question always is right now. Here's the question: Who's going to win Ohio State, Michigan? Can anyone beat Bama? Can anyone beat Georgia? Those are the three questions that everyone's asking, right? So as you play the college season, most of these games suck, but you're just trying to find a team where you're like, can get excited that maybe Tennessee can beat one of them, right? And so Tennessee needs to win this game at home. They haven't beaten Florida in fucking like decades, I feel like. And, and because then they have a bad LSU team uh, on the road, and then they'll be 5-0 and going to play Bama. And you then you're looking at it like, damn, maybe Tennessee can – you know, build some confidence, the team develops, and they can knock off Bama. That's all people care about. I mean, I know Sarah wants Tennessee to win. I could give two shits. I just want Tennessee to be good enough to have a chance to knock off Bama and or Georgia. That's all I want. Yes, I want to see our program be restored to what it once was. I want to see us be in talks of national championship. You know what I mean? Like, I want this program to be restored, but I also think that – it might. It's still a little bit early. I would love to see us take out. If if Hendon Hooker, if we beat Alabama, he will definitely be in talks of of Heisman candidacy. He should be already, but of course he's not favorited. He's not what the media likes because let's. I mean, let's be real about it. It's not. It's about. This is what I was telling JB. My question to both of you was going to be. Why do experts continue to rate quarterbacks at their ceiling and not what they actually are? Well, I mean, mainly because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. That's the main reason. But I do have to I know I know you're a a volunteer lady, uh, part of the Vol Navy, but I I love Hedden Hooker as much as anybody. But he has not even been close to Heisman level performance this year. Uh, okay, well, let's. Talk. I mean, I wrote down all the stats of all of these SEC quarterbacks, and that's what I was talking to JB about because it really is something that we should talk about. Like Anthony Richardson, zero passing touchdowns, zero. Yeah, but you, you're and talking then, about Heisman candidacy, though. Right, right. Remember, but he I was mean, after I week one Utah. He was about, the Heisman winner. Remember, after the jump, turn, spin, he's the oh, number yeah. one. Oh, yeah, he going. won the Heisman on that play. <laughs> Right, but I, I do think that if that happens, if this is his path, he should definitely be in mention with that. 
I mean, if he beats Bama and Georgia, the some bitch is going to be in New York City, no matter what, no matter what he does. But you just watch Tennessee's offense, and they they protect him so much. I mean, the only halfway decent team they played is Pitt, and I mean, almost every attempt he had was under ten yards. It was short throws, quick throws, RPOs, hard play action to get guys open. Like Heisman is, is a whole other category. Now, do I think right. he's a play? Do I think he's a player and a playmaker and possibly can like be the spark that beats Bama? I do, but Heisman's a whole other stratosphere right but let's talk about the his stats if we want to talk about the stats since he has taken over as a starter he has had 44 touchdowns with only three interceptions as well no it's, it's, it, he's he's a really good player like i said he just we'll we'll see but you guys play fucking akron we played Mercer. akron and they played dirty i was at that game they Mercer. were dirty as shit S3PO. And I can tell you something. Colorado could beat Akron. Uh, I don't sure. think so. Akron, Akron's the worst oh, program yeah. in college football. Akron's, it, it a, Akron's the worst football. Yeah, I agree. Oh. I mean, I don't know. Colorado's pretty bad right now. I'll be honest. Yeah, uh, I don't know who would win the game, but as far as a, a place and program, Akron's the worst. <laughs> hey, the, you wait up, Sarah. You, st- you got some more stats for him? Oh, I've got a lot. I mean, we've got... So, it, I, I've got them all for the SEC quarterbacks. So... Will Rogers at Mississippi State, 977 yards. He's got 72% completion, seven sacks, 10 touchdowns. And then I've got Stetson Bennett. And they got Molly Hooker. They got fucking Molly uh, Right, but you even Hendon Hooker and K.J. Jefferson. I think that K.J. Jefferson should be in mention over Spencer Rattler, over oh, freaking Anthony Richardson, who's fucking awful. I mean, (laughs) it's not even close. I don't know why the media loves him so much. I don't know. Let me ask Zach this. Does Bobby Mm. P, Bobby Petrino, is he back in the hunt for a gig, and even Nebraska gig? Ooh, it just depends on if they're willing to take that those headline hits. Uh, I'm so I'm saying he's winning at Missouri State. Like motorcycles down there, don't they? Hey, As (laughs) as, as long as they can satisfy his hunger. In some way, shape, or form, the guy can coach football. We knew, we've known that, no doubt. He's and he's good with cues. I mean, he's had some good ones. Fuck, I mean, cuties and cues. Hey, just don't get on the back of a motorcycle, you know, Sarah. Don't get on his motorcycle. I'm not getting on his motorcycle. Um, <laughs> Maybe Josh Heifel's. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shit, I don't think he can fit right now. Josh is getting big. That's why I had to lose weight. Hey, hey, I ain't mad. I, good. I, I see that. I see that double chin. I look at it like fuck. I had that shit not too long ago. I had to go on a weight loss diet. Shit. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's gonna be interesting. Who you got tonight, Sarah, man? Uh, you, Sarah, you do not think Josh Heupel is an attractive man. Big boys deserve love too. You do not think Josh Heupel is an attractive man. There's no way. He could be. He could be. <laughs> How is he could be? How what what is she closes her eyes? He could be. What's the criteria? (laughs) My criteria? I mean No, not your criteria, but how could he be is what I'm saying. Like, how could he be? Because if that I gotta see that. He's an attractive man. If he walked in with a Tennessee polo on, she'd be like, ooh, look at him. (laughs) I mean, if Sam Pittman walked in with a Tennessee polo on, I'd still say, look at him. Look at his (laughs) wife. What? I haven't seen. She's pretty. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, hey. his money can pull anything. 
That's what they say. It's a personality. Hey, that's what it is. A and the humor. Hey, was Faith Evans with Biggie because he had a, a lot of money or a big dick? Because it had to be one of them. Oh, it the wasn't a good looks. <laughs> um, wasn't good looks. Who you got tonight, Zach? Vikings, Eagles, Tennessee, Buffalo. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking Vikings and Buffalo uh, to win the, both games. Um, and I and I know Philly's favorite. I think right, like three and yeah. a half or two and a half or something like that. I, yeah. I I just I can't bet against against Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins. Like I th- I think I just like the Vikings. I do too. I think they're coming out of the NFC North, man. Uh, yeah. I, I just I think uh, Green Bay's going to have some problems. Hey, I, I I'm taking heat because I said Devontae Adams going to have the worst season of his career. Um, he had ten for one fifty game week one. Everybody lit me up on Twitter. I haven't heard anybody, ironically, after yesterday, though. Two catches, 12 yards. It's <laughs> funny how that say. shit works. It's funny how that shit works. He also threw his helmet. Nobody watched that real close. But I can see Josh McDaniels is an utter fucking embarrassment as a head coach. And I, and it's unbelievable. Don't take the gig. If you leave Belichick's system and you don't know what the fuck you're doing, stop leaving. Because you could be the difference maker right now for New England. And yeah. you're fucking in Oakland, and and Derek Carr looks horrible. Your offense looks horrible. Fucking, I knew since they started bracketing Devontae Adams, you ain't going to – Renfro's not a guy to beat a corner one-on-one consistently. So you can yeah. match him up one-on-one and bracket Devontae, and now you got fucking issues with Derek Carr who can't throw the football on time. So, I don't know. Raiders are fucking bad in the West. Denver looks atrocious. My pick, Wilson, looks horrible yesterday. I had him as my DraftKings quarterback. He had me three points out through three quarters. I almost yeah. fucking threw him and Sierra through the fucking <laughs> window. Uh, his weird old fucking ass. Maybe he's become, he's so weird that I can't fuck with him no more. Um, Carson Wentz looks absolutely horrible, like uh, as I thought. Um, but the Giants are 2-0, and baby. Daniel Jones, the guy I said is going to be better than he has been all year. Um, I think that's the case. Kyler Murray apparently got hit last night. Did you see he got hit by a Raider fan? No, I didn't see that. Apparently got hit. That's that's one of the things he got hit. And and what's your take? What's your take on this Nathaniel Hackett cat for Denver? Who is that? The head who is the head coach for the Broncos. Oh fuck! I I don't know anything about him, but I know I know who you're talking about. So he was supposedly the titled coordinator in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers gives a lot of credit to him, but there's no fucking way that he called a, a play over the head coach. I mean, he, that shit was ugly. Yeah, that it's was, bad. That that third one, Matthew McC- McChesney. Matt McChesney fucking went Matthew in Matthew McChesney. Did you see the... I know I was going to say Matthew McConaughey. Did you see the <laughs> third and one? They fucking ran Russell Wilson under center, Zach. They ran trick play speed option on third and one. And yeah, the, yeah and the, why not, right? The dead Fuck giveaway... It. Is probably the fucking back was at nine and a half yards, bro, deep. Oh, God. And I'm sitting there, you fucking kidding me? You don't think the defense knows the back ain't getting the ball on third and one on a straight inside zone handoff? I'm like, dog, <laughs> it is fucking bad. And I'm just saying, a lot of people, a lot of fucking people out there are questioning that hire. Denver is continuing to get shitty hires at the head coaching spot. So we'll see if Russell Wilson can how, save. Him. How about how about the goofball at fucking Miami though? They're two and zero. Oh, I and know. He, and Tua has a big game, and everybody's talking shit about me. Tua has a huge game. I I agree. Hey, I I, I mean, I'm, I'm shocked. Hey, I'll eat crow if I'm wrong. But yeah, it's, I'm with it's you. week two. I I think they're still gonna be shitty. <laughs> <laughs> they still can be. 
Uh, so that's my take. Uh, well, they're they're going to catch an L to the Bills this weekend. I I know, I know that much to to be a fact. Oh, uh, Miami has Buffalo. Yeah. Hey, Monday night though, Buffalo's got to play twice. You know, this NFL is tough. Now they'll be oh, off yeah. all week. They won't tackle at all. They won't be in any gear. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, yep. Well, hey man, it's always fun. Monday, uh, minutes Monday. We got two Monday night football games. Check it out. I'll be doing some videos, sending them out there, and I'll be getting back to it since this long weekend is to cost me. Tennessee, Florida. They brought their uh, Zach and uh, Sarah brought their A game. Um, challenged the rival, so you know. Is what there it is. Fighting, uh, like. If Florida wins, <laughs> SEC is absolutely dog shit. If Florida beats Tennessee, Tennessee's hopes are fucking deflated. Nah. But I will say, Florida, just our luck, will have the best game of their freaking lives. Oh, yeah. Zach, you going out there? No, I'm not. I was going to. I, I, we were trying to, but I couldn't get it done. I, I got too much shit going on here. I know. Same here, man. I would love to. Um, I know Sarah wants to do a big thing. I was down to do it, but I just can't. And I got rid of two dogs, so I, I'm that's helping me out a little bit. But now it's like, fuck, last minute now. I'm like, fuck, I need to come down there. My whiskey's in Tennessee. I got a, a good opportunity. We got to make it down. I got to make it happen sometime. If Tennessee goes to a major game, maybe we'll check it out. I don't know. But I'm apparently, yeah, Zach, definitely. I'm the head coach at Nebraska in waiting. I'm the head coach at Arizona State as of this morning, and I'm also the head coach at West Virginia. So according to Twitter, I am three head coaches Jeez. at three spots as of today. And uh, everyone wants to know. You're a busy man. Everyone wants to know, is Zach coming with you to be the, the OC? And I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm, right. I think I'm going to make a fucking He's graphic. He's taking the Arizona State job. Sarah, I think I'm going to do a graphic and make up a big old fucking thing. Someone made a whole article on me last night. I retweeted it. Unbelievable. He did a lot of fucking work. I have no idea who it is or what it is, but it's a whole <laughs> website about me going to Nebraska. I think I'm going to create one, and I'm going to say Zach Smith's going to be the OC, and I'm going to blast it out and get traction on it and, and just fuck <laughs> Zach's whole world up. You should. You really should. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate you, dog. Uh, I've been watching shows. Good shit. I'll check you out. Uh, everybody, make sure you head on over there. The ticker uh, was on the, the bottom there. Make sure you guys follow Zach over to Minnesota Sports. Um, remember, he hates Tim Brando and <laughs> thinks Jim Harbaugh's, Jim Harbaugh's a pussy. So there you go. That's what it I is. Minnesota it. Sports. Check it out. Go follow him on Twitter, IG, and uh, YouTube. Check you out, man. Appreciate I appreciate it. it. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. I'll see you next Sounds week. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, later. Guys. All right, Sarah. Okay. We got a lot of fucking catching up to do. Um, I know. I'm looking at these comments, and first of all, I'll have to clear something up. So, this whole money thing, let me tell you guys. I make my own damn money. What, what, what are they talking about? They're like, oh, well, Sarah will go after any dude with money. I make my own damn money. I don't have oh. to have that. Like, yeah, that's I, not I love a number one thing. I love when I hear that shit. Holy moly. Yeah. And then if Tennessee beats Florida, Florida, am I coming on in my bikini? Oh, that's a question? Yes. If Tennessee does not. If Tennessee wins, can you come on with the bikini? Oh, I'm going to be decked. I'll just fucking body paint my shit. Like, <laughs> if Tennessee beats Florida, oh, I'm going to come unglued because I'll be at that game. I might streak the field. Wait, you're going to be in the game with body paint yeah. on? No. Well, I mean, you never know. But I will be at that game. I will be at the Florida-Tennessee game. I'm in Knoxville right now. I have so much going on this week. Friday, I'm doing the VFL Legends event. 
the pre-tailgate for Fox Sports. And then I'm also going to Chattanooga to do ESPN. So I'm excited. I just did that today. Yes. I was just on your Chattanooga ESPN today, this morning. And I just got off of Jason Whitlock's show. I'll be back on there tonight. He, he airs them every night. Um, let me ask you this. Um, someone asked, <laughs> what if Mark Mangino wore a Tennessee polo? Well, first of all, he would look like, it would look like four <laughs> would look people. like a blimp. It looked like four people were in there. Um, so, I don't know. That's going to be interesting. Eddie Manyweather, I haven't. Oh, Eddie's at uh, man. You, so Cowboys looked good yesterday against the fucking no offensive line Bengals. Okay, uh, Eddie's. Just, Let me. Eddie's. Uh, the whole Cowboys thing. They get rid of or Dak gets injured, whatever, and then they have a quarterback that can actually. They actually win a game. I know it was by field goal, but still. Exactly my point. Dak fucking Prescott <laughs> is fucking horrible. That's my point, Eddie. You just won with Cooper fucking Rush or whatever his name is. <laughs> you realize your fucking quarterback, Dak Prescott's horrible, and you won with the backup? You realize that, right? I just want to throw that out there. Um, I want to get into the quote, the quote of the day I didn't even get to say. It's not the will and the win that matters. It's the will to prepare to win that matters. Cooper Rush fucking had the will to prepare. Dak Prescott does not. That's why the fucking guy won. Um, just throwing that out there, by the way. Uh, appreciate Zach coming on. We are uh, here on the Coach JB Show here on this Menace Monday. CoachJBStore.com. Go get you some bikinis that Sarah may be signing for you. If you can go on CanadipCBD.com, get you some merch, and get you some Canadips. If you buy a receipt, send us the receipt that you got some that proves to us that you bought some Canadips. You'll be in the running to get a signed bikini, a bottle of whiskey, and some free merch. So check it out, CanadipCBD.com, promo code COACHJB in all caps. Um, Sarah, I had a long weekend. Yes. I drove to Oklahoma City Friday afternoon, got there Saturday morning. The great Roy Williams, who was actually on this show, Dallas Cowboy, OU uh, legend, he uh, took my dogs, him and his beautiful wife and family, kids. So I got to go out there, spend some the weekend with him, get my dogs acclimated. The dogs did not want me to leave. It was fucked up. It's a sad day in the JV household. Today it's a lot quieter with just two now. Um so after I put Stogie down, then I had to get rid of these two just because of all the drama and fighting. So that was my weekend. Um, I wanted to talk about the Lakers reunion. If, if nobody's seen it, the Lakers have had this big reunion in Hawaii. And Pat <laughs> Riley is actually coaching it up. And it is unbelievable to watch. It's like I'm watching it on Byron Scott because I know Byron and his, bro- and his son. I'm watching it on his Instagram. And it is some of the best shit because Pat Riley's actually like cussing at him and shit, like yelling at him. And they're getting them in lines and shit. Like, they're acting as if they were with the Lakers back in the day. And this is Kareem, Magic Johnson, all Oh, really? Everybody's out there? Yeah, they're having a big Laker reunion. Um, it's like a big deal. And they're posting it all over social media. Today, they're playing golf. They've just been doing all kind of shit. They've been in Hawaii all week. So, uh, if you that haven't followed so that, cool. go watch that. It's pretty cool. Um, we're here on the... Uh, on the Coach JB Show. We're here for the first and 10 segment. We already had foreplay. All you guys busted a nut already. We're here for the first and 10. 
First down. So, um, I don't know. As we're transitioning into the, the first down deal, have you uh, heard about Puerto Rico basically just got annihilated? They've annihilated heard, with what? A hurricane. So, the whole island is out of power. The whole place. That's like the whole state of again? California. whole state of California just out of power. Puerto Rico, yeah, they got fucked over again. The Queen's funeral is going on right now. I don't know if you were watching that, Sarah. I haven't. I don't really give pass. a fuck. Hard pass. Yeah, I haven't really. I don't really have a, I give a fuck about it. So, I don't know. Um, hasn't she been dead for like a week? More than a week? It's been a month, hasn't it? <laughs> Fuck. Um, it's a month to us because we're so busy. God damn. It's unbelievable. Um, first and 10, the college football weekend, Sarah, like I said, there wasn't a lot of good fucking games on. I got to be honest. There wasn't a lot of good games on. I didn't see a lot of good games. Um, A&M Miami, I thought was going to be a good game. Uh, you know, Georgia waxed fucking South I Carolina. Tennessee fucking played fucking Akron. Uh Pac-12 wise, SC beat Fresno. Washington beats Michigan State, but it's still it wasn't a good yes. game. It wasn't a good game. Um, Penn State annihilates Auburn. Yes, um, I watched that. You just don't. You didn't used to see SEC schools getting beat this bad. You never used to see it. We're seeing it at all time, right, Sarah? You need to realize that and say this portal thing might fucking be watered down because we shouldn't be getting beat. Auburn should not get beat that bad by fucking Penn State, if at no. all. I definitely agree with you that there definitely needs to be regulations on the portal. Absolutely. 100%. Um, but Lane Kiffin and your boy out there at UCLA marketing this transfer portal. I think that's one of the best things that they can do as far as taking advantage of it. And it's almost similar to the one and done approach with, you know, Calipari, um, I see what they're doing and I see that they're trying. You can't be at a BAM anymore. I, I, the culture has changed so much and it is watered down that now you have to try to figure out how to win with these transfer guys. Don't you think? I'm, I, I would never about, that's like selling your soul to the devil. I wouldn't do it because I'm so against it, but I, I have to, I've literally spoke to Lane and Sark about it. I mean, I've heard, I've talked to him uh, through messages or whatever about it and, and, and 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 it is what it is to keep up with it the is Joneses. What it is. Absolutely. Keep up with the Joneses. You got to do it. So I get why they're doing it. I, right. I'm just saying, personally, I want to do it. But you know, right. I I think there's other ways. Missouri State, by the way, a lot of people don't know. Uh, last year they they had a good year. This is his third year, I think. Year one, he hit some humps. New seat, new new coach, new program. Now, year three. Last year he, he went with JUCO kids at Missouri State FCS school. Because JUCO's not being recruited. JUCO's not being recruited nationally or by Division ones and Power 5s and stuff, not like they once were. The portal you have is the taking, transfer portal. Yeah, the portal's taking, tra- right. taking over JUCO. So the portal taking over JUCO and, in essence, being the JUCO, being the portal, Petrino was like, fuck it, I'm going to go into JUCO. And he goes and gets some good body types, good body kids. And he goes, I think they went, went undefeated. I don't know what their record was last year. This year, he damn near beats Arkansas, and I'm watching. I'm watching the game, and, and Arkansas has a big time elite return man um, re- running all over the place, and Missouri State had a guy running with them. That shouldn't fucking be happening. Missouri State should not have a kid right. running with that kid in Arkansas. There's no fucking way. And he was running stride for stride with the kid, and he had to cut him down and cut his angle. 
Um, so it's very interesting to see uh, if Petrino can land him a gig. If everyone, because everyone forgives and forgets, I, I, I'm very confident if somebody were to pull the trigger, because this is it only takes one. Petrino, it took him one. Missouri State said, "Fuck it, we're going to take this guy," and I'm sure the same thing. Somebody said, "JB, we're going to give you a shot. Here you go," and then it's all forgotten. That's how fucking crazy this world is. But you can, you can't say fuck, Sarah. You can't say fuck. You can't, you can't do any of those things. Uh, God forbid you say the word fuck or anything. But you could hit a motherfucker as a coach and get a job again. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, it's just society is just so shifted, and they're so out of touch with reality. I don't think that I was listening to Tommy Loren and she was talking about how men are so soft nowadays, how it's so hard to date in this. Not that she is, but it, dating a man now is so different because these people have different standards and they're they're not men anymore. I mean, I told you months ago when you started. here, It's so sad when you started. I said these motherfuckers are trying to get rid of the masculinity in America. Absolutely. It's definitely been, it's just sad. <laughs> it is so sad that, that that video with Notre Dame was his offensive co- coordinator. Oh, yeah. I, I'm like blown away. I, this is, I saw it, that you posted it, but I didn't like really look at it and pay attention to it because I didn't understand what it was. Now that you're talking about it, I'm like, there's no way that this is a viral video and that we're picking this apart like that. It's outrageous. But also, it's the same thing with Kansas. So I don't know if you saw that. A lot of people are upset. The blue checks are upset that game day isn't at Kansas this weekend for the Kansas. Duke game because they are coming to Knoxville for Florida, Tennessee. And people are outraged over this because Kansas isn't getting a, an opportunity to host game day. Yeah. They're playing Duke, one. Two, we have to see Kansas prove themselves as a legitimate football team and a football program. And well, I, I want to see them beat Texas. I want to see them beat Oklahoma State. And it ain't gonna Oklahoma. happen this year, though. KU, is, I, I didn't say KU's winning the Natty. All I said was they're gonna win seven games. They may win more because of how equally balanced this thing is. Like I've been saying, and I told you guys, Lance is a great coach with culture. He's using the fucking portal right. accordingly. He's not abusing it, and he's created a all buy-in situation there. And KU is a scary team. If they're five and zero, I'm just telling you, if they're five and zero. Right. They are but not I a team see them Texas wants to play. Like Oklahoma and them are not going to want to play a 5 and OKU team. Just telling you right now. So I don't know. Um, I want to see it happen. But you fucking, can, there's no way that you can say that Kansas is a football school yet or that they should be hosted. They'll host a game day when it's basketball season. It's the same argument that Mark Stoops and Calipari had. Freaking Kentucky is a basketball school. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, that's... When they build a, 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 a facility for their basketball program, if they start building facilities for their football program because they can actually compete, then I feel like that's when we can start talking about Kansas being legitimate. Y- yeah, I, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm curious to see. I think Arkansas... I, I don't know. There's a lot of different games that I watched specifically that was just, you know... 
I wasn't. It was just pretty weird to see. Um, but Spencer Rattler's fucking awful. It's just bad football, top bad. to bottom. I think it's bad football, top to bottom. But he's That's been pretty. bad. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, football, period, like, across the nation, I just think it's bad all the way around. And even, and I'll be honest with you, first week in the NFL was cool and all that. You saw yesterday, besides the end of the game, you know, I'm going to get into this whole thing because i got to defend myself. I've been on three shows this morning already, (laughs) plus my own show this morning, and everyone wants to talk about Kyler Murray and his immaculate fucking deal and all this at the end of the game. This is the thing. Max Crosby should have sacked him. All right, he know I know he's hitting himself right now because he had him grasped in the grasp. Um, I'm surprised this soft ass culture didn't fucking protect the quarterback and call him in the grasp and call him down. Even Max Crosby had him damn near tackled. Number one, number two, it everyone's blowing me up. Oh yeah, your your Kyler Murray take wasn't so hot now after all, huh, coach? And I'm just like, really? He won running around and for a thirty seconds. And if you think that's fucking sustainable to win in this league consistently, you're fucking out of your mind. Lamar Jackson had a, his best game, I'm sure, as a pro. He's betting on himself, so kudos to him. <laughs> kudos to him. Like, I'm all, I love the kid. Like I've always said, I've never hated on the kid. I just don't think he's sustainable in the NFL, what he does, how he does it. I think he ran for like 200. He threw for three-something. Um, but he had 270-plus yard runs, Sarah. Runs. Just let me ask you something. Do you think in four years he's going to be running for 70-yard runs? No. No. I mean, And no. you want to pay him $200 million. They're not, he's not going to be running 75-yard runs anymore. Like, that's what I'm saying. And you're thinking he's, they're going to pay him $200 million? Come on, man. That's what I'm saying. It's not sustainable. And he has to learn how to. Jason Whitlock asked me something today on his show. He said, what, do you still feel the same about Lamar? And I said, after one game, yes, I do. And I said, you said a word, Jason. Jason Whitlock said that he's becoming a better thrower. And I said, there's a difference, though. You are calling, you're saying he's a thrower. I'm saying you have to be a passer. Lamar Jackson is a thrower, which is not a good thing in the NFL. I know a lot of motherfuckers who can throw the ball all over the place. I know linebackers, Sarah, that can throw the football Tom Brady than a quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, I know guys that can, No, I'm just saying. Throwing a ball and passing a ball is completely different. Accuracy. It's everything. It's everything. Right. And Lamar is a thrower. Decision making. Lamar is a running back throwing the ball. And that's unfortunate. I hate to say that. I hate to put in a stereotype. But that is the truth. And I don't see him sustaining this three or four more years. I just don't. Kyler Murray. No. Kyler Murray, Sarah, made me fucking almost pee myself <laughs> on the drive back when I saw this whole run around in the back 30-second thing. It, it, it completely... I'm so comfortable now with my Kyler Murray take. That is straight up what it is. It is what it is, in my opinion. Like... I think Kyler Murray running around last night solidified how shitty he is. And that's what people will not grasp. They don't understand it. They do not grasp the concept. And they don't get it. I wish I was here to do that video. That video would have 5 million views on TikTok right now if I'd have broke that fucking spinning around bullshit for 30 seconds. And it's not sustainable. That just shows you he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. So he's playing backyard street ball. And... If you think the NFL doesn't scheme that up later on, that's why you don't see him successful at the end of the season or in the pro or in the playoffs. 
You don't see him. Lamar Jackson, don't see him successful in the playoffs. All these cats. Because if you can't make a fucking throw from the pocket on time and get the ball out like Rodgers, Brady, even Allen Mahomes, Herbert, Tua, let's shift gears. He has 469 and six touchdowns. Again, I said I don't think he's that good. Everyone blew me up already. Tua, coach, look what he did. Calm down. It's fucking week two, number one. So... And I have a watch, question. Sarah, then. before that, before I cut you off, he threw three touchdowns yesterday that were so far behind the, the, the receiver. They had to Correct. wait for him. They had to wait for him. So don't talk about me. He's the accurate guy and all that shit. He is just the Dolphins to me. I don't like. Um, I don't think they're going to sustain and be great for the whole season. So that's just my take on that. Um, but, hey, kudos to the coach, the weirdo fuck that's doing. He's 2-0. <laughs> Lamar Lamar Jackson's banking on himself, so I I, I have to get into the into him being a, a top performer, Sarah. Um, I wanted to get into that real quick with you. Uh, I think I cut you off, but what were you saying? So, as a coach, then with these quarterbacks that are going to be drafted, how do you if for your take, your opinion? Do you draft a quarterback and, that has talent or that is good already? Can you teach a talented quarterback or do you go with somebody who is good? Well, I recruit talent. And you teach them? Um, yeah, you, you, you take talent and then you try to teach the talent to where you don't throw them to the wolves like these other cats are being t- thrown to when they go to the NFL. You teach the best talent. You got to get the best talent. And you get the best talent, then you go coach it up. College football coaching is at all-time low, in my opinion. That's why these kids are going to the NFL and they're failing miserably. And you can say their first two or three years, they're balling and all this. They're not going to win a Super Bowl, but they're balling. They're freaks. Mahomes does this. Kyler Murray went to the Pro Bowl. Lamar Jackson won MVP. What have they won? What have they done consistently? What are they doing in the past game? What are they doing on an all-time level? Just because they're freaks of nature. I told you guys this is the best athletically quarterbacks have looked in my generation, but they're not the best quarterbacks. There's a huge difference. So I would always recruited the best talent, and we always tried to get his ass at quarterback. And that's just what it is. That's what college football is right now. You still get the best athlete at quarterback. You get him in the NFL. That's your job. You did it. But the problem is it goes a step further. You didn't coach underneath center mechanics. You didn't coach protections and fronts. You didn't coach pre-snap compared to what happens post-snap. You didn't teach fucking cloud and sky and different coverages that occur. They don't know this they don't know this shit. And you can see it's evident on the field. Kyler Murray's just running around that motherfucker. Like he has not a clue what's going on. And it's unbelievable. And he's just so grifted athletically. Lamar uh Tom uh Mahomes, so gifted athletically and arm strength-wise talent. Arm mm. talent alone, Mahomes and, and, jo- and Josh Allen are so gifted. But mechanically, they're fucking horrible. They're atrocious. But I, I, kudos to Lamar Jackson. So they should have to have a better... You're telling me that their coaches aren't coaching them to be to their full potential? No, because like college Mahomes. football is now portal-driven. You don't get the kids for three and four years, so what do you do? You come up with an offense that's fast. Let's play fast. Let's go tempo. Let's get in the gun. Let's get the best athlete here. Let's 
we try to win some games, get him out of here to go to the NFL, and then boom. That is what college football is now, and unfortunately, that's the problem. And so you have to go, you have to be dumb and simple because you don't get the kids for three or four years no more. You don't get to redshirt a quarterback in your system to learn the system. So when he does play the next year, he's the guy, right? You don't get that no well, what more. About, what about Nico? In our situation, we have Milton, Joe Milton, and we have Hendon Hooker. So Hendon Hooker is last year, and then we have Joe Milton, and then we also have Nico coming in. So how does that work then? <laughs> Nico got the bag. That motherfucker's playing. Right. He's playing sometimes, some way. I don't know. I'm just telling you, they're not paying these money just to bring guys to sit because they transfer. They're transferring then. That's the fucking situation you guys are in. Like, everyone's in. He's going to transfer, I'm just telling you. So, like, it is a fucked up dynamic. I don't know how coaches do it right now. I I don't want to do it. Like, I don't have no desire to do it. Um, Unless they, I mean, do you think that unless it's them buying into the culture of the program versus... I I do. I'm a big believer in that. I believe a kid will stay um, regardless of the bag. I think a kid will stay and... And, and stick it out if he believes in the coach. So that's my opinion. Um, so if you recruited Arch Manning versus Nico, which one would you take? I don't know. I, I haven't seen Arch Manning play. Um, and he's playing like shitty division in high school. So the talent he's playing against is horrible. Nico's playing against better talent by far. Um, but... Nico, I grew up with. Like, I grew up, his right. dad, dad played with me. So I would recruit one of the best players in America if he play, If I know his dad. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that kid, number one. Um, but I know I'm not going to lose him. There's a difference. These cats don't know him. They don't know him. They don't know him good enough. Right. Worst performances of the weekend, Sarah. Oh, gosh. I got Arizona State, Arkansas, BYU, UCLA, and Florida as my top five Mm. worst college performances of the weekend. Mm. Who's yours? Florida. Number one, Florida. Really? over Well, they won at least. At least. You should never play USF. They're horrible. Like that. I'm just saying. I'm... Um, Warren High School's in Downey, California. It's it's that's where Nico's at right now. He transferred to Poly and then he came back. So he played at Warren, transferred to Poly this last spring. Now he's back at at, at Warren. So I have no idea. Like it blows my mind that he, these kids just go all over the place and shit. And it's like fuck, nobody cares. But who knows? Um, BYU was definitely. I mean that game too. I agree with yours. Uh, you agree with mine? Yep, your worst performances of this weekend. All right. Let me... Um, Michigan State should be in there, too. Yeah, no, I know. I, I'm not a big... I don't think they're that good. Um, I'm going to see Washington. I'm going to have to watch Washington. We're going to have to see if they're really that, that team or not. Um, top five NFL performances of the weekend. I got Tua because they won the game. Yeah, Tua. Lamar Jackson... Because he did a hell of a job, put his team into win. They're up 21 points. That is a defensive issue, defensive coached issue. And Lamar did his job. Aaron Jones last night for Green Bay in the Sunday night game balled the fuck out. 
Cooper Cup and Cooper Rush. How about that, Eddie Manyweather? Cooper fucking Rush. <laughs> Fucking won the football game for the Dallas Cowboys without Dak Prescott. That is my top five NFL performers of the week. My top five worst performances of the week in the college football level. And I'm going to pull up, Sarah, one more thing. My top five NFL coaches on the hot seat. Oh, let's see this. Frank I'm excited Reich, to hear this. Indianapolis Colts are absolutely atrocious. He is number one on the list right now. Josh McDaniels, I know it's year one, but again, I told you, motherfuckers, he's not a head coach. He should never have left, and he is gonna. he's looking horrible already in week two. Um, Matt Rule, uh, he's got to I, – I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was fired this Sunday from Carolina Panthers. Uh, Stefanski, um, Cleveland Browns, got to be on the hot seat because of the money they've spent. And then Cliff Kingsbury, mm. even though they won that game with fucking Jitterbug running around back there, I still think he's on the hot seat because I still think Arizona's not very good. And I think upper management and ownership know he's not very good. And I think that's going to come down the pipe here shortly. That's the top five NFL coaches on the hot seat. I don't know if you could think of any other ones, Sarah. Those are my five. Um, I'm... Drop your My comments. take as the top five NFL performances of the week is totally different than yours. I'm looking more at what's going on with uh, the situation in Tampa. I know that there is a lot of drama that circulated with that, but I, I mean, Mike Evans had the best performance in that game. <laughs> that was crazy. Did you see this? Yeah. Uh, I don't have the video. Oh, let me see. Do I have the video? Um. Yeah, but now they're investigating. Um, There's previous beef there, though, yeah, correct? But, yeah, but they're investigating Bruce Arians because he's on the sideline, and they said that he told Evans to go in. But, I mean, honestly, that's a decision that he made. He was out of the game. You can make better decisions than that. Oh, there's no doubt. I agree. Um, it, it's absolute shit show. They suspended Mike Evans for a game. Um, yes, one game. I don't know. I would have loved to see Tom Brady whoop somebody's ass. Oh, fuck. He ain't fucking. <laughs> I know he's not going to do that, but I'm thinking, damn. Arthur Smith has only played. What, what is, this, is this year two for Arthur Smith, Wido? If this is year two, he ain't going to be on the hot seat because he got a new quarterback in Mariota. The, the owner's paying too much money. I don't think he'll be on the hot seat at all. Uh, so, oh, fuck. Um, I don't think so, Sarah, at all. Uh, let me see. Let me get into this one. Um, oh, Giselle might come back if Tom Brady swings, though. So what's going on? What's going on with that? I need the girls, like, fucking... I need you to break the. I don't know. I guess they're not living together. I don't. I haven't really looked into any of that. I mean, they're not living together. She wants him. She wanted him to retire. He's not. Um, I don't know. He's looks like he's depressed and he's lost an extreme amount of weight. But I, I do see a little bit more fire in him this weekend. I, I didn't see the game, but I, their defense. Is- he got pretty mouthy. Their defense is really good. So, I I mean, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. She would have totally came back. If he would have hit somebody, she would have been there. She'd been like, oh, yeah, that's my man. 
We're going to see. We're going to see. I don't know. I'm curious to see how this ends up being. Um, I don't know. We'll see. What about Joe Burrow and the fucking Bengals being absolutely horrible? I think I called it right here on this show. I think I yes, called the Raiders, too. I think I called it. But what do I know? What do I know, Sarah? Um, they got sacked. He got sacked seven times yesterday. They cannot get out of their own way as far as O line. It's unfucking believable. Their O line is absolutely garbage, and they and they say they upgraded it. So I'm telling you, two. I I called Tua. I think that we're going to be surprised with him and Tyreek. Ah, uh, you got to show me more than two games. I mean, that's just <laughs> what it is. And I and that's how I'm, that's how I am. That's why these people kill me with this shit. Like. Give me, give me some more time. I need to see more time. Right. I need to see more. Right, Holmes. it's I too early to, see, to tell. Yeah, I need to see Mahomes even more. You know what I mean? Uh, right, and just like tonight, we have the Titans and we have the Bills. So here's the sad part with the Titans: they beat the best teams and lose to the worst teams. So tonight, I feel like I should take the bills to win but i also feel like i don't think that we they played their best and i don't think that the titans played their worst in game one so I, it's just hard to give them a true evaluation of what's going to happen yeah i don't know um let me ask you this trey lance breaks his leg similar to what dak Prescott yes. had happened to him i think i was straight on this show talking about Josh Allen's this close for being injured for the season. I said Trey Lance, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, this close to being injured for the season. Trey mm-hmm. Lance goes down. He's done. Trey Lance, Sarah, hasn't played in three years prior to this season. Now you're sitting him out was- again, and you're still talking about paying him his big money? That is why I say you can't play in this league and being sustained. It's not sustainable. And Trey Lance just showed the world. Josh Allen keeps doing this shit. He's going to show the world. So... Please understand, this is not for long league in the NFL. Not for long. Figure it out. You can't do it. You can't run around doing that shit. You got to figure this out. And uh, I hate to see any kid, any person get hurt. Uh, that's not what I want. Right. I like Josh Allen. Yeah, I, I, I would too. be devastating. But, but it's Trey Lance, fun to watch him play. I'll be honest, Sarah. I'm a Rams fan. I'm like, with Trey Lance, ah, Rams got it. I'm not tripping. With... Jimmy G now? Oh, yeah. No kidding. Now, there's a problem, Houston. Frisco's back. Frisco's back with fucking Jimmy G at the helm because he's an all-time winning, 72% winning quarterback in the NFL. I mean, it's like the highest. Him Him and Russell Wilson. So, like... Right. You guys better figure this shit out, man. Jimmy G's a winner. He ain't made the, he's he ain't more the most consistent. talented. He's more consistent. He's a better passer. Guy. Yeah, he's not the most talented guy. He's fucking... No. He's fucking... Uh, He's a winner, though, and that scares me because with that run game, play-action pass game, as accurate as he is, he's a much more accurate passer, much, he's much more sound on uh, is recognizing the coverage and defense. And then Trey Lance is out there, you know, at the titty bar and shit all week. Oh, my God. And, and, and you wonder why he breaks his leg. I'm not saying titty bar breaks his leg. What I'm saying is, though, the seriousness <laughs> of it, the seriousness of it. Um, right. This is where I'm at, Sarah. He's getting taken off on a cart. He's looking to give everybody the thumbs up. Why is that? 
Please. We're, we're, we're in the climax section of this show today. What? Why is that, you know? For him to give everybody the thumbs up? Yeah. Why is he looking around like, I'm going to, I want, he was looking. I saw, I look at little shit like this. I want to break down why that is, though. I don't know. I mean, was he looking for some sort of, like, is he trying to flex at that moment? Likes and retweets. That's what I say every day. Don't I say A that story? about story? What about, about these kids? This is all they care about. This is the number one thing. He was at the titty bar, flexing his mm-hmm. cash with titty bar. Then he breaks his leg, looking for a fucking camera angle to show that I'm okay, I'm tough guy, right? He'd rather have likes and retweets than get out and break this, this shit down and say, man, I'm here for the long term. Let me get out the way. Let me get out the fucking way. I don't want to be the next James Harden. Let me get out the way and get this work in. And the climax of this show is one. T- I have a topic I want to break down. Jimmy G should be applauded for showing some nuts and guts and perseverance and show the rest of America in this soft fucking transfer portal culture that if you stick some shit out and understand that this is where I want to be, I'm not quick to jump. Look what happened. Now he's back in the saddle. Now he's back in the saddle. Right, but I also think he made a good decision to be there because he yeah. knew. Yeah, but let me ask you You that. know what I mean? Let me break this down. This is why I'm so happy that he stayed and didn't demand a trade. He could have demanded a trade, Sarah. But just he's like, not marketable. But just like a I don't lot think of these he cats. Market, it's his market value. But a lot of these cats are, are demanding trades now. You got linebackers in Chicago. You got all these guys demanding trades. Let me, let me, let me, let me say this. He could have demanded a trade. He didn't. So I hope the young cats see this and say, you know what? Stick it out. Something good will happen. Let me Mm. say this. 77% of the transfer portal kids. I told Jason Whitlock this today. If you're in the portal, 77% of the 6,600 kids in there leave solely because they lost the job. Competition-wise, they lost the job. They didn't get the starting nod. They entered the portal. Listen to this daunting stat. 77% of those kids, the starter they left for to enter the portal gets hurt. And you could have been the guy. But you're in the portal now. And you're stuck in the portal. Now you're stuck in the portal. There's only 133 Division I schools, Sarah. Only 133 Division I schools. You can't take all 6,000 kids. So now you got kids in the portal sitting there when you could have just said, you know what, dog, a year ain't bad here. You know, my friend's giving me a fucking $100,000 scholarship. I got an opportunity to get better and learn. They don't think that way at all. They all I, think- to, I mean, I have to reference Hendon Hooker on this one. He was at Virginia Tech. He, answered, he entered the portal because he wants to play for somebody who he can play for, who, where he's going to be valued, where he can love and be committed to. And, and his reasoning was, you know, he wants to communicate well with the head coach. He wants to communicate with the offensive coordinator and the quarterback coach, but he wants to play somewhere where he is loved and needed. He didn't get that at Virginia tech. And now look at him. He's his stats are phenomenal. He has a coach who is nurturing him and actually coaching him. So I I don't believe that every situation can say that. Cry me a river. 
But he's a good kid. He's not a bad kid. He's over here writing books with his brother on scriptures for athletes, and he's doing better for himself, but he's doing better for the community, and he's inspiring other children to do something with their lives and to believe in themselves. I don't ever say I don't ever say I don't ever say they're a good kid. I don't ever say they're doing this, this, and this until the end of the book has been written. I'm just telling you, I've been doing this too long, Sarah. You get bit in the ass. You say how good of a kid he is, and then tomorrow he's in the paper for fucking domestic rape or some shit. I just don't think that that's the culture right now for him. I mean, I I, I hope not. I hope it's not any culture for anywhere. I just, you know, everybody thought the kid on Cheer on Netflix was this great kid. Hey, we got this homosexual kid. He's great. I literally came out on Twitter and said, that motherfucker's a pedophile. And I got bashed for it. And I said... That motherfucker could be a straight pedophile. Nobody gives a fuck. And you guys are all talking that shit. Three years later, he just got 35 years for being a fucking pedophile. Imagine that. And I I was hated, Sarah. I was hated on Netflix. And this coach of theirs for cheer was loved. And Sarah, sorry. Well, why is that soft? The perception of soft. I never had a kid. I I never had a kid get caught for rape. I never had a kid get caught for rape after leaving me or that I coached. And I'm I the know, asshole. But, but in I'm the, the asshole. You're saying that's that my point. Hendon Hooker is soft. I think he's not. I think that's being when, more manly when you, than when somebody When you want a relationship like, with uh, a coach and all that shit you told me, the shit you told me was soft. No, that's not. That's a man. That's a true man. That's a true man that kids should look up to. They shouldn't look up to some coward who's going to stay at a program with a coach who's not going to play them or not understand what he has underneath his thumb. Oh, Sarah, like, look you're at killing Dan me. Mullen. I... Look at Dan Mullen. Why did Dan Mullen get fired? Look at what happened I remember with, when... Mate with Dick Wieners and then you have Kyle Trask in there and he's not playing fucking Kyle Trask and then he comes into a game and they're like, that's why you get fired because you're not, you don't see as a coach are you fucking kidding me? You should know what you have versus somebody who's all hype and not talented. I, I don't see. Um, see, I remember back in the day where you used to have to earn your stripes. And now we don't we don't we don't earn our stripes no more. But who's to say that the coach isn't making mistakes? But I, but who's to say the owner, the president of McDonald's that you work for isn't making a mistake? You still right, but you can't always there. blame the kid. There are good kids who want to transfer yeah. because they're not being yeah. utilized and their yeah. talent's not being seen. Yeah, but the, I'm just saying there used to be a time in, in in this business that you didn't have that option and you had to figure it out and you either made it out or you didn't. And now we're giving these kids so many options. I'm not saying I'm going to be. Well, this. let me ask you this, okay? I'll play devil's advocate. There are people who get married and they marry the wrong fucking person. They're allowed to get a divorce. See, that's a woman's perspective. Over. That's a woman's thinker right there. How? So then you believe in decommitment, which doesn't decommitment. exist. Which doesn't exist. There's no such thing. If you commit, Sarah, to a marriage, do you understand what commitment means? You marry this my, person. If my husband beats me or cheats on yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about from the jump, you committed to marry this person. Right. That's I've been married for 11 years. Okay. So what I'm saying, obvious, the obvious, let's, you know me, let's state the obvious. No, no rape, no beating, none of that. We're just stating the obvious. Cheating. Okay. Let's take those things out. And you committed to each other. Year one, you don't like 
that he fucking snores or farts or whatever, and you are wanting to get out. Or you don't like his cooking or he don't like yours. Uh, I'm out. That is not committing. That means you have, committing Correct. means you have to go through things. Do you, do you, please explain this. Have you gone through 11 years of marriage and had trials and tribulations and fought through things Absolutely. and figured it out? Absolutely. Thank you. So, so okay, you're, th- you're, but you're I, okay. Uh, uh, unpopular opinion. Like, I mean, here's the thing. No. I was married before Matt. Okay. I was married before Matt. This is my second marriage. Okay. 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 I married somebody who beat the living shit out of me. Oh, okay? fuck. Yeah. He should be castrated. So and- then at that point, I was able to get an annulment and start over. Okay. Now, that doesn't mean it hasn't affected me, but there are kids that make that same decision at but, 18 years but old. But time out. You can't tell me in one breath that you had 11 years of trials and tribulations and fought through them because you know Matt's a good dude and, and he knows you're Correct. good, but you're going to have a, but you're okay with kids not even giving a fucking program one year of trials and tribulations and figuring out to get some tough skin and get yelled at and cussed at and fucking compelled. No, I agree with you on that point. Then, I, well, I don't get there it. Are those they things, should have to stay But I don't here. believe it. You can't umbrella it. It, That's why there's got to be a regulation. There's got to be a regulation. But you can't speak out of both sides of your mouth on this uh, topic. And but either can, can I. Either can I. I can't say one thing and say another. I say that. I get caught doing that quite a bit. My point but is. But you can. You can't you can. umbrella the transfer portal. You cannot. There are kids. There's just no, like you, not umbrella. Pepper, not umbrella. Like, rule. Not umbrella. Rule. Right. Year there one. Be, you have to stay here. You have to stay in this program. You cannot transfer. After year one, you can you can submit a transfer if whatever reason you show A, B, C. Just like you did 11 years. He beat me. I'm fucking out. So that meets the criteria. We don't have a criteria. So now. I was married for three months and said, I'm not doing this. Well, that's what I'm saying. So this is what I'm saying, though. So you can't punish a kid if he's in a situation for a year with some coach who's treating him like shit. He so you, you absolutely think, be allowed to transfer. So you think you sign a play, you sign with Hypo, and okay, you, you go, you get there, you get there in the, in the summer, you go through summer ball, and you don't like the situation. It's only been two months. You got to go play in August. You get there in June. You go through summer ball, summer school, Tennessee. You go through summer conditioning. And you think it's okay to transfer before the season in those three months? You think three months is enough No, not time. three months is not enough. You have to go through the season and you have to see how it plays out. Absolutely. I agree with you on that. But I don't believe, and, and there should be regulations in the portal. Like you said earlier, I agree with that. The whole the transfer once. Because you have to make a decision and you have to stick with your decision. Absolutely. And you have to fight through the trials and tribulations and commit. Absolutely. But... There are situations where you are in a program with somebody who is an awful coach or an awful mentor. We have those. Coaches are not always right. I mean, that's why if they were, then we would see nobody losing their jobs and everybody would be a blanket. You wouldn't even be able to criticize some of these coaches because if you guys were all thinking the same, there wouldn't be a difference. There wouldn't be a Nick Saban. See, there wouldn't be a Dabo. See, you you and Matt, you guys are you guys think like some youngsters. See, he's over here talking about coaching's hard, marriage is for life, football's not. You fucking wrong as shit, brother. You are wrong as it can get because that is why these soft motherfuckers exist now. Football used to be for life. There used to be shirts made, football for life. You know why? Because when you leave, you end up teaching and coaching young kids how to be fucking men 
and treat women. You guys are allowing transfers at all time right. You think those fucking kids learn perseverance or how to be tough skin and train their youngsters? Fuck no. Football is well, a lifelong skill that carries over to life. Carries over to life. Like it will teach you how to become a better husband, Sarah. I promise you. But we're not I allowing also it no think more. That, no, I, I also think that it's a business decision now because it's everybody changed. wants the to chase the bag. Everybody's chasing this bag. And right. So now that the bag is there, what are you going to do? You can't change it. You're not going to teach your kid to make choices to not no. get the bag. But you haven't taught him how to. You haven't taught him the value of a dollar yet. <laughs> how? You how haven't you taught, taught your kid the value of a dollar yet. yet. How are you telling them to chase a bag when they don't even know the value of a dollar yet? You haven't trained them on anything life literacy le- lessons at all. And we're giving them the keys? that's where it keys? starts. It this doesn't start by teaching. No, you're saying it starts by saying, all right, go ahead and quit. Chase the bag. You don't even know what a dollar is yet, but go ahead. Fuck it. No, if my kid, it's the same thought process as Calipari with these one and done championship seasons where he's ta- taking these kids, they play for a year, and then they go pro. He's His whole ideology was, okay, this might be their only chance to make money and do something with their life because of where these kids come from. So if you have a coach who teaches that culture, you can't knock him for trying to do better for his kids. Would you rather them stay for four years and might not have that opportunity? I'm not saying four years. I mean, back in my day, yeah, we would have stayed all four years because you know what? But it's different. That's what I'm saying. I get it. So my thing, I would have stayed all four years, no doubt. But again, I was going to fucking start, though. I wasn't going to be the laid down, bitch-made motherfucker and take it in the ass. Now, I get all this soft pussy shit we got going on now. So I know this four years is not going to ever happen. What I'm saying is three months, six months, I don't even think a year is enough. But let's just say a year. I get their transferring, and I and, and I understand, and I I'm the first one to advocate for for these fucking shitty coaches, Sarah. You know that I'm like these coaches are shitty. They don't care about the kids. They don't care about the fucking anything but themselves and their money. So I understand the kids should be able to get their money. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is though, we are so quick to say transfer as adults, and that is the fundamental issue we are facing right now in America. Like. We are so quick to say transfer instead of coach or or teach. We're not doing it no more. We're fucking just accepting. Go ahead. You want to transfer? Go ahead. Mom sitting there is hitting a big blunt and shit, by the way. Don't give a fuck. And you just told her you're committing to Oregon. Come back in an hour and say, I'm decommitting and I'm going to Tennessee. She's still smoking the same blunt and it's like, all right, cool. Then that's a parent issue. Well, then it a, starts no, with But parenting. that's what the world issue because it's coaches too, fundamentally. It's, it's administration, coaches, everything. And that's it's happening in households. It's happening in the coaches' offices. It's happening on the fucking uh, everywhere. And so, you know, that's just what I think. But... Um, uh, let me see. But see, okay, so let's get football, your opinion. Football didn't on... used to be a business decision. Football used to be play for the love, earn the bag if you were good enough. You guys are acting like these kids are all going to go play in the NFL, Matt. They're not. Isn't that the goal, though? Yeah, but they're not. That's the problem. You guys are acting as if they all are going to play in the NFL. If they were all going to play don't in the think NFL, all of them are. No, I know. That's what I'm saying, though. He's saying on this deal. That it's a football is a profession. It's not a profession at the college level. It's not a profession at the high school level. You well, have now made it. it is. That. We have made it that. That's what I'm saying. We've made it that. 
But at one point, you used to work your ass off to so you can get the money. Nowadays, we're getting the money before you have to work your ass off. Hence, Kyler Murray. Uh, right, I mean, but I also think the- you're making a decision. When you go to college, you're making your professional decision. That's what the point of college is. Well, you're the CEO of yourself. That's what you're supposed right, so to do. Right, so it's a business decision. But they're because- not. They're using their mother... They're making the wrong decision and they're transferring four times. How is it? How is it the professional decision? <laughs> then they screw up their own life. Well, because that's—they're not making. Not I, that's why I said you can't umbrella every situation. There are people who use and abuse the portal that are wrong, that they sh- don't right. have the commitment, that they don't have this. See, but there is not everybody. Yeah, I think it's easy way out. You guys think it's uh, a business decision. I think you're taking the easy I think, way out. No, I don't think all of it is a business decision. But no, I, I know. think that in some cases it is a business. Decision. I know that's why you're saying the umbrella thing. I'm saying it should be umbrellaed for a certain extent for certain things. Like you can't leave unless you hit this criteria. You can't. You got to show that there you, has to be a yeah. regulation. That's it's a all free I'm for saying. all right now. That's all I'm saying. I I'm right. not saying stick it out and and deal with this fucking pedophile husband you have or rapist or 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 some dude beating you. Fuck no. I have a daughter. Fuck no. I, I wouldn't want it for the man or the right. woman, right? Or if the guy is getting cheated on or the girl's getting cheated exactly. on. Exactly. No, you should be able to get out. But we're we're comparing a thing that you're putting kids in this world and then you got a family together, you live under the same roof to a to a sport that we once used to love and chase the bag because the NFL was the bag. This didn't exist back in the day. Colleges didn't right. get paid. But I think it's been a mental thing it's a mentality like for me I teach my kids I mean come on like my kids are young now and they're like I'm gonna play in the you know my son NHL he scored 14 goals in a game and I'm like yeah you are because you you teach that mentality you don't teach them well you never know let's shoot for the best and hope for it what the fuck is that you tell your kid he's the best motherfucker out there and he's gonna have that mentality if you coach him right and that's what parenting is it's coaching your kid i mean see that's the thing charlie weiss wasn't charlie weiss being the coach at one point was an attraction bro he won fucking four super bowls as the oc so see that's the difference in generation that's the difference in thinking see now you're talking about charlie weiss my coach i'm leaving i'm out <laughs> that motherfucker won four super bowl dog that's why mm-hmm. that's why clausen went to notre dame bro See, that's what I'm saying. There's a whole different philosophy in this thing as far as from coach to fan. Unless you've been in the profession, it is completely different thinking. That's why I like Sarah. That is why I like her husband. That's why I like to debate these things because there's two different perspectives. Either could be right, either could be wrong. But at the end of the day, it's uh, it's good, real talk, banter. And I think that uh, it is just one of those things. I think um, you can, we can argue it all day long, but the truth of the matter is I think we all agree that this this generation is completely yes. different. It is a completely different world, and the only thing so I disagree, then, the only part I disagree with is by saying there's two different kids and you you're okay with one and not the other. It still has one common denominator, Sarah. We have lost hierarchy. We have lost the hierarchy. We don't have hierarchy anymore. The kids are running the locker room with the bag, with the transfer but portal. Sometimes you can't trust that hierarchy. You can if you fucking have a rule in place. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if there's a rule in place, you can. If there's a line in the sand, you can. Because but that's when you're. That's when your be... rule. That's when your shit comes in. Okay, boom, I'm out. I got. I got hit. I got lied to. I got cheated on. Whatever it is. That's what I'm saying. Right now, though, you got cats leaving in twice in one year. Cats are transferring right. twice in one year. Right, but that's where the regulation needs to be made for coaches as well. There has to be a regulation for everybody that's involved in this whole ordeal. I don't think they're ever going to do it. It's too much money. No, much not money. anymore because it's a business. Yeah, Weiss is a, a horrible head coach. I've, of course I've said it, but not when he started getting in the business. That's what I'm saying. Now, mm -hmm. right now, today, if he got the job, yeah, because you're going to see his track record. Just like Josh McDaniels in the NFL. You don't think there's NFL guys like, fuck, Devontae Adams right now is like, oh, fuck, I'm going to demand a trade right now because this motherfucking Yahoo's the head coach. Even though we know he was OC in New England, it doesn't mean he's a good head coach. So we all every everything's different in every single situation, which I agree to your point. <laughs> every situation's different. Yes. But at this end of the day, the NFL signs contracts. It's under one umbrella. They have they have contract. Mm -hmm. They have to stick out that contract in order to ask for free agency or get into the free agency rule. We don't have that. That's why I think an NIL or a scholarship should bond you for at least a year or whatever, and you have to go through whatever it is before you can leave. But right. I don't know. That's just that's what it, they're so they're so. Just imagine, Sarah. I pay you at Tennessee. The average NIL bag, Sarah, is $300. So it's not like motherfuckers are all getting millions of dollars. There's a 1% of people getting these big old fucking deals you see on TV. The rest of them get $300. So right. that's what people don't understand. And so these kids aren't getting that big old bag. But imagine I'm at, you're at Tennessee. I'm at Florida. I'm, I'm texting you, okay? You're at Tennessee. Because right now there's fucking, it's wild, wild west. So... Hey, I, I, I got this company to give us 200 racks. Come over here and fuck with me. And you are out of Tennessee. You're out of Florida coming to Tennessee or vice versa because your homeboy or homegirl is texting you like, we got this company over here that would give us 200 million, 200,000. So mm. that is a fucking problem. Like, that's the, that's the thing. That's why it's an issue to me. So I don't know. There's so many bad things. Like I said, we talked about this three years ago. We opened up. We opened up the floodgates when we created the NIL. When we created the portal, and when the portal um, had no repercussion, like it has no fucking. Basically, it used to be a set out that stopped people from going. Now, you can fucking leave and go twice, and 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 leading to the point. Me and Sarah are going to have uh, Frank Martin, the great college basketball coach, on who has been on record bashing uh, this generation. And talking about this generation, we're going to talk to one of the realest ones to ever do it. Great, great college division one head coach. He's currently the head coach at yeah. UMass. So yeah. we will have him. He was at South Carolina, had a great run he was at South at Carolina. K-State. K-State. He was a, had mm -hmm. a great run there. So big time coach, man. Uh, Love the shit out of him. And uh, we're He's gonna, one of my favorite coaches of all time. He's in that, that list. Oh man, uh, he's going to be on tomorrow. We have a big show. We ha we may have Dan Orlovsky on this week. We may have um, we do have Sean King on, who came on and talked a little shit about me when I dissected, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Kyler Murray. So he's an ex former NFL coach, by the way. We're going to have him on, and uh, we have uh, maybe Marcellus Wiley this week. Uh, Action Pack week. 
Wednesday's Matt McChesney. Tomorrow's Tuesday. We'll have uh, Frank Martin, me and Sarah. We'll get in. We'll get into all those things. Um, I don't know. Monday night game, Sarah. I'm taking oh, the Vikings gosh. and I'm taking Tennessee to cover. Who you got? Oh my god, this is so hard for me. <laughs> I know it's your team. I mean, but like, ugh, it is really hard. The Titans. They'll break your heart so quickly. Now, I, I do think if we can get some things together this game. Uh, mm, why do you do this? I, I don't me? think you have enough weapons. <laughs> I don't think I have enough weapons. I do. I do. I, like, I mean, I, I. it's really hard for me to say who's going to win. You got rid win. of Brown, Julio. You, you, you're one-dimensional mm. with Derrick Henry. Tanny Hill right. is a play-action quarterback. He's not a guy to sit back there and spin it around the park. He don't have the run game right now that he once had because he has those two outside mm-hmm. threats. He's got. He but does. if we can get our play calling and our run blocking game together to really support Derrick Henry, I think he could be explosive. But those th- those things need to happen. Now, our two was our two wideouts are Kyle Phillips and Traylon Burks. Um, but I will say this. My question is, will the Bills get the sack finally? Because it's been two games that they haven't sacked Tannehill in the past two wins against the Bills. That's a fun fact. What? That's a good fact. So, I mean, there's a lot of what ifs. So that's why I said I love the Titans. I want to pick them. But I also don't know if... I can yet because I just don't feel like I have a good gauge of where they're at. I don't feel like I have a good gauge of where the Bills are at. I mean, like I said, the Titans, we win the best games and we lose the, you know what I mean? We beat the best game, the best teams and we lose to the worst teams. No doubt. Every year consistently. And these are both two teams that have won their divisions last year. So I don't know. My prediction is 26 24. With the Titans winning. I hear you. Um, I'm going to drop the link in the chat real quick. Why do I know what to call in? Uh, man, I've been driving for 38 hours straight, Sarah. I have a fucking yes. my headache. My head has just started pounding over the last like hour. Um, you need some sleep. I know. I know I do, man. I'm so fucking tired. Um, why do I wanted to call in real quick about the discussion we were having? So it's always good talk banter. Uh, why don't give a drop? Drop in, call in real quick. Uh, I'm gonna end the audio side. We'll be back in the morning for the wake up show, and then uh, I may have Clint Stoner on in the morning with me to talk all things football. He has a show as well. He was played for the Cowboys, obviously too. Um, he's an Arkansas pig. Woo woo, whatever the fuck. What did they guys say? Woo saw? Is that woo saw? Well, I think so. <laughs> or woo or we, I don't know. Wigsaw or some yeah, shit. Yeah, <laughs> something crazy. Um, um, he, he's going to be on. Um, he might be on in the morning with me on the wake up show. We had like 250 people in there this morning. We had like 230 in here today. Um, appreciate you growing the show with us. Uh, hit the like button before you get out of here. Make Please. sure you hit the like button. Um, all of you guys, hit it right now. One, two, three. And fucking clap it up. Um, we'll call him for Wido. Um, we'll wait for Wido. We'll stay here for the after hours. We'll take a few calls here. And then Sarah's going to go get her beauty rest. I'm going to get my fucking beauty rest. And, uh, 
And then I'll start the OnlyFans with just the mouth and the wee wee. And we're going to do that OnlyFans deal you, haven't, you don't know about. Um, YouTube, you stay on. We'll have some after hours love. And uh, for everyone else, we'll see you on the audio side tomorrow for the wake-up show. And again at 1 o'clock, me and Sarah. The great Sarah Blake. I appreciate everybody. Uh, Wido's coming on in to talk on the after hours. We're going to get out of here on the audio side. We'll see you in a minute for the after hours on YouTube. See you in a second. Hold up tight. Peace. I'm a chameleon, they call me, man. Yeah. I can go and in walk into any any type of uh, any home, any background, walk down any street in, in the country, in my opinion. And I think that real recognizes real. It's a new, new venture that we have. The Coach JV Show uh, with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I am ready to do some content. Coach JV Show. Give it to you straight, no chaser. Sarah Blake.